Hey! We've made it back! Finally! We are still alive. After a brief absence. Yes. it's We're like a quarterly show now, <laughs> it seems like. And guess what? What? Tonight we have a guest. No, we don't. Drum roll. Are you getting a drum roll? Are you sure? Um, oh, wait. I, do we have that? I don't know. I think we have one of those. <laughs> Hang on. I got to find... Um, Rim shot. Jerry is notoriously awful. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna do it. Dirk. Heyo. He's with us. Dirk Steele, the always our first guest that pops yeah, up on the show. Like it. I probably should and stop that. He's always our first guest on the live stream that comments and likes and shares, like we always ask people to do. Usually, um, usually with uh, so now we've lost hey, that. So. <laughs> yeah, with a, I was just actually getting ready to do that, and then I heard it <laughs> starting new over the mics. No, uh, that was Chris's fault. Oh, as long as you keep it muted, you can okay. you can do whatever you want on that. Adam phone. says not this time, so I need to know what that's in reference to. Is everybody's audio working okay? I think so. What All do right. you mean not this time? I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, Dirk. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I call quite a bit. First-time showing up, though. First-time shower. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you made the long trek here. I did. Two hours? Two, two hours. Uh, good old Knoxville? Yep, Knoxville. Uh, Where's actually, that? Where that is? Uh, we had this discussion. Area. We couldn't figure I don't out whether remember. it was western Illinois or if it was west-central Illinois or uh, if it was... I'd say west-central. Yeah. Yeah. So what's another town by it that I might know? Uh, well, I said Peoria is oh. 30 minutes. Galesburg is the next okay. biggest town. Right I know Peoria for sure. Gotcha. Galesburg. So you not far, right? further? No, they're attached. Knoxville is. Are you further west than yes. Peoria? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, that's kind of a hike. Victor's with us. He said, is that Dirk Diggler? It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only place cousins can marry in Illinois. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. <laughs> it could be. I'm not married to my cousin, but <laughs> it's only because it has a Kentucky name. Probably, you know, Knoxville. Like if, when you think of Knoxville, you think of Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh wait, that's Tennessee. <laughs> that's not Kentucky. Oh, yeah. well, same, same thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. No, but for anybody that doesn't know, Dirk was my college roommate that's where we first met yep where'd you guys live uh farmhouse fraternity. oh so you're in the same like bunk bed do you have bunk beds we did have bunk beds we did we built we built them i guess i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember coming to farmhouse my like freshman year of high school because kevin seed top was there and me and david went and we were like like rushed oh you did the rush but it, as a freshman and I remember sleeping in um, uh, Robert Steele's bed for some reason. I don't know where he was, but wasn't with me <laughs> at all. But I remember he, he had like a, a loft. Enough. He had like a loft bed. It yeah. was like above everybody else's. Yeah, and the Rubens, we either had lofts or beds underneath. But yeah, we but had, our couch was up on top of a. You deck. guys would have been there at that time, right? <clears throat> Probably. You, yeah, wow. you had to have been. Um. I think I maybe was it was my sophomore year then. I was out of the house by then. Your sophomore year, what? High school, because my oh, freshman yeah. year you were a senior. Yeah. Um, my sophomore year you were a freshman in yeah, college. Well, we were definitely there, but yeah, um, you wouldn't have been there then. Kevin wouldn't have been there, 
Robert wouldn't have been there yet. You must so then it must, were, been, it must have been my junior year because I think Robert was there and they were there when I was a junior. Yeah. I know I wasn't a senior when I went there for like rush weekend. So there was really no reason for us to be there at all right. other than Kevin Seedentap was there. <laughs> and that's why we went. So one thing about farmhouse. So we lived together freshman year. No, sophomore. My sophomore year. Your sophomore your year. Your junior mm-hmm. year. I think only that one year, right? Yeah. Did you move and you moved out your senior year? Yep. You remember how every room had a different name? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the name that our room was? Were we in the pledge closet? No. No. I don't remember. Vic just said South Pav. Does that ring a bell? I have no like <laughs> You don't remember anything from the what names, you did. <laughs> the names of the rooms I don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I don't remember what room we lived in. I, I thought it was the pledge closet. Where was the pledge closet? Uh, right at the top of the stairs on the second floor. That was the room, but that was called that? I think so. Oh, well, whatever. We had a great it was time. that skinny long room. And I think uh, I've talked about this before, so I know you've heard it, but I will never forget. Well, one time, remember when we had that around the world party? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every room had so, to come up with their own drink. In a different country? In a, was it different countries? I, think I mean, around the world, it wouldn't kind of make sense, right? Me and Dirk were, like, notoriously bad at, like, being engaged <laughs> with the things that we were supposed to be doing. It's <laughs> very true. <laughs> we, we were having a good time, but yeah. we, we generally were, like, if there was, we were supposed to come up with a theme. If you had an assignment. Yeah, mm-hmm. we weren't okay. going to complete that assignment. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I think we waited till the last minute and then ended up mixing Mountain Dew with Everclear. Mm-hmm. And we call it the fucking Mountain Goat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was because there was a bottle of Everclear in the room, and we had Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you did. Yeah. And I think we even spiced it up towards the end of the night. We had a little cranberry juice, and we called it the bloody fucking it's Mountain Dew. because we were running out of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> but that will always be, that was, uh, that was probably one of my favorite years uh, living in the house. I also moved out my senior year, but we had, a, we had a good time there. We did indeed. After I- that, I moved down to the basement for the next year. Oh, and he moved out. I did. So what was farm. so you you go there, then you live in farmhouse. When you move out, like are you you're not like is it like a fraternity? Yeah, yeah, it is a fraternity, it's fraternity. Right? Mm-hmm. So then when you move out, like you're not a part of it anymore. You right? are, but not really. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, you're still in it, but you don't really participate. I didn't anyway. Okay. It's kind of like the other assignments that we were <laughs> that we didn't we're participate. We should in. be participating as of right now, but yeah, uh, yeah we're you, you have alumni status, but if you don't, so do you like? Through. How does it work? Like you pledge, and then you're like accepted by who? Do they like? The, I mean, the they house, write it, the membership. Yeah, they they write it in a charter. They, they this brand man, you. <laughs> I figure you at least got branded. Right, you got at a, some point. Write it in your in your blood. Okay. You scratch it on it. No. Um, no, it's just like a place to live where all your friends live and you just all live together and have a good time. Okay. But you can move out and still be a part of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think, like I said, when most, most time when people move out, um, which is usually when they're a senior. You're like, I'm done. Yeah. By that time, you're kind of ready. Well, I, for me and you, for sure, I remember mm-hmm. by your senior year, I mean, I was ready to be done with college. It wasn't my. I was yeah. ready about my sophomore year. <laughs> I kind of checked <laughs> to be done. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed the fraternity part of it and the 
other things, but I was yeah, my sophomore year, I was ready to be done. Yeah, I. <laughs> I get it. Vic I, said, I don't get it because I didn't go to college. So. Vic said uh, they were too cool for us. <laughs> he he I don't was have like that memory. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't either. He was like a Vic was a lifer, right? Like he just stayed there forever until he started moving all over the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He still lived there when he was twenty eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. And I think Kathleen moved in there for a while. Yeah, she was like the, the house, the den mom, <laughs> <laughs> the den mom. That's right. Uh, but no, I was. Uh, wasn't the cook named Roy or something? Ray. Ray? I remember Actually, you telling stories about him. Dirk was the commissar. I was. What's I, that? I was in charge of Ray. Of the commissary? <laughs> I had to make the menus and, uh, yeah. You made menus? Mm-hmm. You're a chef. I didn't do the cooking. Ray did the cooking. It was, it was a little bit of a... It's like I you mean, there was there was restaurant. That was actually probably one of the most, of all the positions, that probably had the most work to it, but... I mean, really, Ray so you was like ordering the food, right? Yeah, well, right. Like, you, you got a list of the meals, and you just put them in order, and you would pick the ones that you wouldn't get showered for. Try yeah. to like try not to serve food that and that I, people hated. I think I was commissar for a year, so I had it two. Yeah, I I got voted in twice, and that year I didn't eat lunch in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> I would you know, go down and get my food and go back to my room. You know what I like. A good meatloaf. Mm. I love a good meatloaf. I, I feel agree. like that's an old <clears throat> thing, but we and uh, Dirk just went to EJ Cars and he informed me that he could pretty much just eat hamburger for every meal, mm. just hamburger meat. Really? Yep. Just meat? Just like meat. just raw? No, I I cook it like, but I'll brown a pound of hamburger or sometimes make it into patties. I'm proud of you on, for yeah. cooking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could I could do that. I I don't have a problem doing that at I'm, all. Like, I mean, for like every meal for a week. <laughs> like, just forever. Right. That, that's a diet, though. Oh, Have you yeah. heard of the like... carnivore jo- diet. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson? Yeah. That's what he... He only eats meat. Yeah. Like, that's all he does. Meat, meat and, and salt. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Meat, salt, and water. I could go for Coffee. That. I think I could, too. I used to pretend... I really like... I used to really project out into the world that I liked vegetables. I don't. I mean, I like some of them. I really love potatoes, like like a lot. Is that a vegetable? It's more like a ground meat. <laughs> it's ground. I, I prefer them when they're converted into meat. Yeah, I, I get it. I like meat better too, but I really like eggs. That doesn't count though, right? No, it's a protein, but not a meat. I know, so, it's yeah. a protein though. Yeah. It counts as there's no There's no carbs it's, in it's it. It's like pre-meat. <laughs> it is pre-meat like in every sense of the word right. literally pre-meat it's like or, right. or uh possible pre-meat i guess it's not fertilized so it's not really pre-meat but you can true. still eat a fertilized egg though too yeah you could chomp that little chicken down well <laughs> have you ever cracked an egg and there's a full chicken in there? no i've never had that but i've had fertilized eggs because you can tell when they're fertilized if they've got like a little spot in them like a little blood spot interesting because uh, if you have a rooster around, you're going to have fertilized eggs almost yep. every time. And if you have a mink around, you're not going to have And if you have a mink eggs. around, you're going to lose about 50 chickens <laughs> oh, did immediately. You have, did you have chicken problems? Oh, I, I had a, problems. You need to go back in the pantheon of uh, okay. Snarf Talk. It might have been before you started listening. I think it was, but I had a... Because early on, he had a, a big I, mink problem. I had a really big mink problem. Yeah. Yep. It was... I never did get that little bastard. No. Oh. He employed various methods of his father-in-law 
yeah. trap or it, father and father-in-law had his father and his father-in-law had warring traps different designs <laughs> they they didn't even know they were doing it but <laughs> i just told them i had this problem and literally the same day they showed up at different times with a mink trap that they built themselves <laughs> At like two different designs to Perfect. try to catch it. I was like, all right. And neither one was successful? No, God, okay. no. Never caught it. I saw it in the yard all the time. I shot at it with a shotgun a couple times. Um, never got him. We never had a mink problem. We had a skunk. Oh, really? They'll, mm. they'll probably get a chicken. Oh, that eat eggs, eat the chickens. They don't actually eat the chickens. They kill them and like to play with them. Hump them? Uh-huh. The minks just chewed their heads off and yeah, drank they, their blood. Yeah. They would. They'd chew. I'd have headless chickens laying around all over, like just a massacre. The only thing worse than finding the dead chickens is actually finding the skunk in the yeah. chicken coop. Because what, uh, what am I supposed to do with the skunk in, in a uh, six by eight room? Yeah. Like I walked in, shut the door, and it's just me and the skunk. <laughs> I hit one with the combine this fall. Oh. It was a rough week. You did? Yeah. yeah. I uh, How? Nick? That's a really one, dumb skunk. Ran one through the combine. I, uh, I no ran kidding. A, a deer in ours last fall. Ooh. I ran a doe into the platform. Alive? No. I think she had died in the field not very long before I got there, but like it was dusty, couldn't see because of the bean dust, and all of a sudden, like here goes a tail, and she was in the feeder house. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you had to dig it out, right? Yeah. I took, I took the head off, and luckily the reverser kicked it back oh, out. Nice. But. I had uh, one that I got tied up, a raccoon that got, I got tied up inside, and I had to literally like dismantle it and pull it all out. Mm. Yeah. Not that fun. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. That's not fun. <laughs> On a down yeah. note. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, not really. There's plenty of coons Going around. back to the comments, Vic said Dirk and Ray were best friends. We you guys were. We got along pretty well. You were very close. Ray was a he was a good guy. He was. The food wasn't excellent. No. <laughs> I mean it was mass produced. It was good enough for 18 to 19 year old. Uh the kids. homemade peanut butter and it wasn't homemade but he would take peanut butter, like powdered sugar and butter, and whip it together. I've told that story oh, before. Amazing! <laughs> yeah, that's that was he did maybe one it. of the best things he he made. Yeah. Well, I I always had assumed that he was actually making peanut butter. I guess I'm just dumb. I was completely ignorant to the process <laughs> of peanut butter. Like I didn't know he was making. Peanut First butter. of all, I didn't realize until like not that long ago that peanut butter is just peanuts, basically. Like, ground yeah, up. it's legitimately just peanuts ground up with. I, they might add a little oil. Yeah, they, maybe I'm sure they add some, salt. some oil and stuff. But he was just taking and sugar, like the one gallon thing of commercial. Like it just says peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> I got a big job. Like, a peanut butter. Yeah, like the cheapest. If you went into our comp, was it called the commissary? Yeah. If you went in there, it was just like big. White worse, hands that worse said, than, like <laughs> government ranch. <Yeah. laughs> that's Jeez. worse. That's worse than uh, Peter Pan's peanut butter. Well, I'll tell you what. He took that peanut butter and put it in a stand mixer with was it powdered sugar? I'm pretty sure powdered sugar and butter and probably some oil and mixed it up and that was it. What was what did it was more peanut butter. <laughs> Yeah. It was just more it peanut was, butter. It was, just, it was sweet, creamy whipped. peanut butter. Yes, it was just like a whipped, lighter colored peanut butter. Yeah, have you ever bought the oh, yeah. whipped Jif? No, I never have. It's I've never even like seen that. that. I've seen I whipped think cream like cheese. Cool Whip mixed with peanut butter. Cool Whip. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, he said, oh, Vic said you were a very good commissar. I would agree. That was good. 
I don't really like my favorite day of the year was the day that they had uh, 39 cent cheeseburgers at McDonald's or whatever mm-hmm. they were. Oh, yeah. And we would literally, there would be no lunch scheduled for that day. We'd give Ray the day off. <laughs> and, and whoever there was the commissar, it. which was him, and then after you was Tom, I think. And they just their job was to just, but they had a limit on how many cheeseburgers you could get at McDonald's. So you, so take you had a to carload go twice. People oh, and send, run everybody. Send through. a couple in, and then go through the drive-through, and then somebody else drive go through the drive-through. That's pretty enough, slick. Buy enough cheeseburgers for everybody. Yeah, because you're all eating about eight, right? Oh, yeah. you know, More like than a, that. Yeah, well, and then you gotta have leftovers, so you get a and shovel. They're, and they're the best when they're like hard and cold, <laughs> a little yeah. bit stale. Oh, come yeah. home from the bar and open the door and just cheeseburgers flow out. Oh, that sounds really good. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, that was our uh, coming home from the bar food at Farmhouse was always a risky proposition because there was a slicer. Mm. Oh, <laughs> a meat slicer. And I, I want to get a meat slicer so bad. I have one. I got one when I in, got one in the at market. the market. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why haven't you brought that home? You could be making like really cheap roast beef on your own, like for lunch meat. Could. You like roast a like a eight pound beef and just slice her I, up and make your own roast beef sandwich. I never sliced any meat with it. No potatoes. Potatoes. Like I bet it it probably sliced six hundred pounds of potatoes and a lot of fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a lot of finger I mean, slicing. Yeah, a lot. I mean, but there was some. Yeah. College, I mean, you got all your fingers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the most part. Um, college students coming home from the bar are dumb. And, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, so we had the slicer and we had a deep fryer. So you slice the potatoes up really thin, throw them in the deep fryer, get, put them on a plate. So you lose a finger, get third degree burns. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. potato nachos. Yeah. That's what we do. Really? Yeah. That, that sounds that really good. Eggs. I ate more eggs. Like, oh, yeah. I was in the dozen egg group. Like, we'd, we'd, we had a club. Like, we'd come from the bar and everybody fixed dozen egg omelet and. That would be the a dozen. Sometimes we tried omelet. to deep fry them. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you can do that, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. poach them in a deep fryer. Yeah, it's not bad. It's hard to do. Just leave them. You got to do it quick, though, right? Oh, if you leave them in the shell, you can cook them. Like I said, it's just like poaching an egg. By the way, I learned the other day. This is going to drive if if Seed and Tuff's listening. It's going to drive him crazy. Okay. I learned that you can cook hard boiled eggs in an air fryer. <laughs> oh, I know. We were text. You were texting. It me about is. This. The ideal method for cooking. It still takes just as long. It takes the same amount of time, but it's just better. I know. And you texted me and you're like, I know you're not going to believe me. Do they but peel this easier? A, they peel easier, eh? There's no the, pan. There's no pan. There's no none Listen, of that to deal the, with. The only thing you need to make it peel easier is like a shock, like a temperature change, because it'll pull <laughs> the egg away from the shell. So like you boil it, immediately put it in ice water. Oh, that's and interesting, because if you use an air fryer, you don't have to do any of that. You don't need an air fryer for anything. The thing about it is it cooks the yolk perfectly, so it's just a little gelatinous. Yeah, that's why I like it. Way like better. a medium. There's more control. Medium to soft. I like a medium to soft boiled egg. What, what's your preference? Uh, I like deviled eggs. Like I, oh, I, that, I don't eat I'll that kill many. some deviled <laughs> eggs. Right? Like I don't eat that many uh, hard-boiled poached eggs. or hard-boiled eggs. Like I don't like them have, hard, though. And I had I, the best deviled eggs of my life at... Uh, Drinks or drinks giving. Really? Yeah. I, did you have those? I, I think, think I like did. Bacon in them and a little oh, bit of yes. hot sauce on the top. Yeah, like, those are good. I, I'm a traditionalist. Like it needs to have sweet pickle yeah. juice, uh, Miracle Whip, and some mustard. Gosh, I really like deviled eggs. A lot. Uh, right. <laughs> the more you talk about it, the more I want to eat them. Right now. Why don't they just make 
Because the, the filling is all you care about. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. Why don't they just make that in jars? I, did we just come up with a million dollar idea? Yeah. So. Copyright snarf. How shelf stable is that? <laughs> Not very. You, it doesn't need to be. I, it would disappear so fast. Like yeah, you, you, I did that twice. I had to. I wrote copyright snarf talk 2022 um, in the last episode twice because of what we created. I don't want people to steal. What well, did we create? The gobble wobble and oh, the gobble wobble and uh, a blindfold. Blindfold. Did you hear either of these yes. things? Okay. I was in on the blindfold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like, I was going to be uh, Costanza's dad. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that works. That does work. Uh, the Gobble Ooh. Wobble was going to be our attempt at a Thanksgiving song because there's no Thanksgiving songs. So if you just make one, you're yeah. going to be you're a, golden. Yeah. 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 You're a number one platinum hit recording artist. Yeah. And it, it's timeless. If, of course it's timeless. People are still singing all those shitty Christmas songs. I know. And how you, People still you started still thinking about bells when Jingle Bell Rock exists. That's true. Makes no sense. Or Wham's uh, Christmas song. Last Christmas? Last Christmas, yeah. That's it's a great song. One of the best. It really, it really is. I was actually singing it earlier today. Um, so Erica asked, do you remember the Urbana Gardens? You remember that? Yeah. It was that little diner that was What's out? that? Mm-hmm. Urbana Gardens was a little diner out on Lincoln and... Uh, the interstate, whatever that interstate was. Oh, right. it was owned by the people that owned the yeah, feedback for owned, a little while. It was owned by the people that owned the feedback restaurant in Mazan. Oh, really? Did you ever go to the feedback? No. Oh, I, man, you're to be out. like, this is. I've been to Mazan now, and I think for your like, we drove through your wedding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you ever came to a Shafa Palooza because we. I did. Uh, when Steak and Shake was uh, on stage the one year. Oh, the shake. The shake, sorry. The shake. Yeah. Well, Although steak and shake is steak good. steak and shake because it was steak in a can and shake on the stage. Oh, yeah, we did. I came that year. No. Um, but I showed up. The steak and shake shirts were from uh, Double Trouble. Oh, okay. Well, it was that year. Okay. I do know that. But um, but that shake also played at Double Trouble. So our, maybe you're thinking of Double Trouble. Uh, I know I came to sh- the Shafe of Palooza because okay. uh, we showed up. Like I had a hard time finding it, and we got here after dark, and... I slept in my truck. Yeah. Yes, uh, we all did. That's the story of Shane that's, <laughs> that's everyone's story. It really is. That's uh, all you do. Tony asked, uh, where can we get my potatoes are ground meat shirt? <laughs> <laughs> our ground meat. We should make shirts like that. I really like the pre-meat. Can you copyright that? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's copyrighted. Potatoes or ground meat, copyright, snarf talk. Uh, CJ Parker's with us. He said, Dingo had a run-in with the slicer one night making homemade tater chips. Mm-hmm. Did you go to the uh, emergency room? What's that? Do you He's run- not talking about me. Oh, Dingo d- was, yeah. yes, Dingo. I was going to say, wait, you were named Dingo <laughs> too? No, no. Uh, yeah, no, but I was in the kitchen that night. You were? Mm-hmm. Was Dingo, I don't remember if they took him. What was his last name, Yes. Yeah, okay. There's, yeah. Um, Mike. I think there was a couple people that had run-ins with mm-hmm. that. Surprisingly, actually, not that many incidents for how much that I don't that think occurred. we took it, him to the hospital. Those, I mean, they are really dangerous if you aren't paying attention. Oh, yeah. Vic said his name right after that. Um, but don't they have, I mean, you put the meat in there or whatever you're doing, and it's got like a little slide that locks it have down. Have you ever been drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> if no, if I you haven't. use that slide, but it's way faster to just... Use your hand. Use your hand. That's yeah. smart. That's that a, smart. Like you were talking about my, like, I took the tip off of my finger with a mandolin slicer. Yeah, those are dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, those are really dangerous because you do have to use your hand. For well, that. ours had a thing, but I was, 
slicing little, zucchini. Little gripper thing. Yeah, and I was going really fast. And yeah, mm-hmm. have you ever used a spiralizer? I've seen. I have never used it, but I've seen them. I have. I've seen my grandma use. I it. have one. Do you making what? like zucchini noodles? Because that's something anybody wants to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, yeah, going over to Harford's going to have some zucchini noodles tonight. Back in the you're not making keto that. days. That was your only option if you ever wanted to have like a pasta. Oh, I never thought about that because I hate pasta. zucchini so much. <laughs> oh. I like zucchini, but it's just—it's so flavorless. What and is bland there to like about zucchini? There's just nothing. I mean, I eat it raw. I'm, I'm like, on with you. I, yeah, I don't understand this. I don't the get good it. homegrown zucchini. They have flavor. Yeah, bad. Uh. <laughs> <I> <laughs> no, mean, anytime I've ever had it, it just like doesn't taste like anything no. to me. I, like I said, we fix them on the grill. We coat them in uh, olive oil and then garlic salt, and really? then grill them. Maybe I should try them again. I haven't tried a zucchini in a long time because I just have it in my head. I don't like them. Zucchini bread. So, I like that. But if you add it just like tastes like bread and sugar to <laughs> with anything. green specks in it, it's like bread with green specks. I'll eat that, but uh, just a regular zucchini, not a fan. And squash, not a fan. Like spaghetti squash, it's fine, but it just doesn't. I've have never anything. seen a use of spaghetti squash. Like we grew them one year, and we're gonna make spaghetti and. It's not spaghetti. It, we tried it too, and it does come out like stringy, mm-hmm. but it's just like but a mushy string. Right. I know? wouldn't have pegged you as a gardener. <laughs> My wife does most of the gardening, but uh, no, I I grew up, I had a grandmother who had like a half acre garden, and that was, yeah, we'd go up there. and That's like a full-time job. Oh, yeah. I mean, she canned, froze, jellied, pickled yeah. everything, but I mean- also bought like nothing from the grocery store so i mean canned foods really are the best thing Mm -hmm. and like jellies and and different things that you make at home they really are the best thing ever i just don't have the ambition to do any of that neither do i I will accept any canned good from someone (laughs) right or jarred good by the way we're having a canned food drive for jerry (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, your christmas donations are thankful yeah any anything you've been canning this year, I'll accept. They're canning everything now, like on the internet. Like for some reason, they're taking perfectly good hamburger and taking it out of the freezer, thawing it, and putting it, it in a jar to can it. I just like just to save, save for like they're ever. canning everything. <laughs> they are children, puppies, <laughs> <laughs> shoelaces, envelopes, everything. <laughs> it's just a really good way to store things. It is. <laughs> I, have you ever had can have you had canned meat though no or jarred meat well, or whatever I, not jar i've had like well like the last where you did spam in that I've had oh that. yeah but i've never had like home canned like it's raw hamburger that they're putting in the jar well, that part I don't, I don't understand that i don't get the raw part. what are you using to are you just putting the hamburger in and then boiling it i didn't watch the whole video i just so, saw them doing it a guy i used to work with uh he used to do it and uh he retired now but they they would cook the meat. They'd like cook roast beef, put it in a jar, and can it. And then you could go back and use it for whatever. Like if you wanted to add it to, I, I a guess I can stew understand that, but I don't understand something. taking perfectly good packaged meat. And well, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know. I didn't watch enough of it to see if they were putting it on a shelf and not having to put it in the fridge. Yeah, no, you can just store it out in that's, the open. That's. I guess that would be the thing for me. I get okay now. You can they're probably keep using it, but like raw chilies and sauces. Right, raw meat though, it's not sterilized inside. Right, right. 
there's already bacteria. I mean, the jar in. is, but there's already bacteria on the meat. Right. So you'd have That's to cook you, it. You boil it, right? Isn't that how I mean, you, you boil the can with the lid closed. The inside meat doesn't get sterilized. It's got to get up to a certain temperature. Mm-mm. I, like I don't, it wouldn't. I don't know. It's I don't a know vacuum. Would, I've never yeah. canned anything, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I hate I've the fact that never... it's called canning when it's jars. It bothers me. It's jarring. Actually, it's jar- it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's relatively jarring. Too. <laughs> yeah, we like words. No, that's I, funny. We, I don't. We didn't grow up doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Jarring. I, I didn't canning. grow up doing it either. But my dad does it all the time now. Really, with all salts. Salsa stuff. I was going to say salsa. He makes salsa. He makes pepper jelly. Mm. He pickles things. Uh, CJ said they use canned beef around here for hot beef sandwiches. I mean, that's a straight up the most Ohio thing I've ever heard. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. Put it in a crock pot, mash it up, serve it on a bun. I mean, the biggest thing I mean, about you any can, of it, is, you as can, long as it doesn't grow mold or bacteria, I mean, and the bacteria may grow, it's, as long as you cook it thoroughly once you get it out of the can, that's the biggest thing with like any kind of ground beef. That's like, I don't cook anything to medium well, but I got my burger tonight medium well because it's not my ground beef. I don't know what it's growing before it got cooked. So, true. like, you have to cook it thoroughly. Like, I, steaks, I just assume have them, like, I've never been warm though. on the outside. Yeah. And not at all, I mean, either blue or blue. rare. Yeah. Um, but they don't have, they haven't had the bacteria ground into them. Right. Yeah. That's where, with ground meats, we're going to cook I've those. never been one to worry about getting poisoned at a restaurant, no, you know, or like getting sick life. from it. it. Like, I don't. I've eaten a lot of sketchy stuff. Oh, yeah. And I've really never even been sick from food. I don't know if I have either. I mean, I, I think I have, but I've never been able to actually point it, like pinpoint it to that food. People say all the time. Oh, I had food poisoning. Yeah. No, and you I didn't. say you didn't have you food didn't. poisoning. Because if you had food poisoning, you'd probably be in a hospital. I uh, I got food poisoning from a Wendy's in Quincy or in Hannibal, Missouri on the way home one time. Wow. Like the burger wasn't cooked all the way and I made it approximately forty minutes before death ensued. <laughs> well like it was bad. But see, I think having an upset stomach is that food poisoning though is different than actually like the doctor being said it poisoned. was. Oh well, then. <laughs> well, if you went to a doctor, <laughs> if you went to a hospital yeah. or yeah. a doctor, then it, you had food poisoning. It was yeah. bad. Yeah, I can understand that, but I really don't. I never worry about it. And there's so, like, there's been places that I've eaten where other people have said, "Oh, you should see the kitchen. It's disgusting." I was like, eh, I, I watched the guy drop uh, at Denny's, <laughs> drop a burger on the ground. <laughs> Pick it up, put it back on, and serve it to me, and I still ate no it. Way. <laughs> yes. As long as he cooked it the same time. He might have been intoxicated, but it happened. <laughs> How did he dropped it in front of you? <laughs> you could see back into the kitchen. <laughs> and it just so happened to be your burger. I don't know. It, it was, was one that was on the grill. Yeah, it was yeah. one burger. Yeah. That's oh, that's good. Speaking of, I saw that on Kitchen Nightmares. I was the same way about not worrying about it until the Wendy's, Wendy's incident. Well, I think that would yeah. That probably yeah. If you've actually perception. gotten it, right. it's it's not it's bad. But yeah. I, I saw it on Kitchen Nightmares where a guy was like dropped a wing, like a you know just a buffalo wing, you know, and it dropped out and he threw it back in the fryer and f- fried it for a little while and then he put it on the plate and Gordon you know went nuts about it. And the guy, that the guy literally told him he's like I put it in a fryer at like four hundred <laughs> degrees. I, I feel that. like everything's like clean now, right? That happened on Master Chef last season. Did it? Yeah, there were serving I watched steaks. It. Oh yeah, and he dropped it he on dropped the ground. A steak on the ground. Yep. <laughs> that you can't. You can't get away with that. Well, he put it back on the grill. 
Yeah, I know, but you can't guarantee the temperature is going to get. Well, I guess you can on the outside, anyways. I say I don't worry about what's on the outside, and but yeah. on Master Chef, you probably didn't advance after yeah. that. No, no, he lost. <laughs> he did lose. Yeah, that guy lost that yeah. challenge. <laughs> he did really. Yeah, because he did terrible on the grill. Yeah, no, and he was one of the, like the, the top contenders up until. Yep. I've been on a deep Master Chef run lately. It's such a great show. I used to watch it with. Well, there's so few shows that I enjoy watching that my kids can watch with me. I agree, hundred percent. That's why I started yep. watching that. When that's, I mean, they still get a little bit of the Gordon Ramsay shock value, like the right. The, I guess we watched uh, Hell's Kitchen. Oh that's, yeah, I love Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. That's Master what I'm watching Chef right is now. A little more tame than right. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Right. That's I'm watching Hell's Kitchen right now because there's a new season out right now. It's great. I haven't watched the new season yet. It's worth it. I wish they'd bring back Kitchen Nightmares. That was the best show ever. It really was. I They, they I, had a, a Hotel Hell. It was Gordon Ramsay at a hotel. Yeah. I'm not sure where his expertise comes in on being a hotel manager, but, I mean, general people yeah, manager. I, I but, think his expertise is in being a television whore. They, yes. <laughs> yes. I think it is, too. I didn't watch that because it had nothing to do with cooking. Yeah. But uh, he did have, like, a... It was like 24-hour turnaround or mm-hmm. 20, 24, 24 hours to hell and back. Yes. And that's where they like redid a whole restaurant in 24 hours. There's another one called Next Level Chef. Yep. I saw that. Where, where I didn't does really... this guy get the time to have all these shows and run all these restaurants? I don't, I don't know. It. He's just a face now. Really? Like, I, I don't think he runs restaurants anymore. I mean, he clearly can still cook, but I don't think he's really, he's too big. I was too big of a the name. ones where he brings his he cooks with his mom. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh, and she's like, That's "What great. are you doing?" He had a he had a little series uh on the BBC channel that was um oh shoot, what was it? I don't remember. It was what like it was cooking called. with Gordon or something or like tips with Gordon and they were like 20-minute shows uh where he was just like uh cooking at home, like in his own home and he'd just like cook like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah, he show does you how to do it. Like YouTube, that's where well, I see him. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's where I saw him too. He and his mom are fixing shepherd pie, and they yeah. each fix them, and they give them to these people, and they eat it, and they like they hers. pick moms. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Kitchen Nightmares, the first several seasons that are in England, those are the ones. Mm-hmm. The ones in the U.S. aren't as good. I like them. Did you ever see uh, Amy's Baking Company? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's like the classic kitchen nightmares where she flips out that woman was like nuts they go back there the next season i think yeah there was a second one and she's still just as nuts (laughs) i don't know man i'm a big gordon ramsay fan i am too i'm i i keep because it must my phone must know of course it does it's listening to you right now (laughs) so all i get it on my like tiktok and stuff like that are ads for those hex clad pads (laughs) yep i was literally just gonna say i want to buy hex clad pans now so expensive they really are. I looked them up. It's like a 13-piece set for 800 bucks. That And the 13-piece set includes your lids. So For 800 bucks. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, you can buy individual pans, but, yeah, it's the the full set, it's like 800 bucks. Just made me think of that. I have to buy them because I love Gordon Ramsay. So <laughs> he sold me, so I guess I have so, to. You just watch them like... Uh, like swirling the egg yeah. around in the pan and you're like there's it's not going to work like that. It doesn't. So I watched a review. I got I got real deep into these pans recently. <laughs> and uh What have you been up to lately, Jerry? Uh pans. Yeah. Everything pan. Uh, everything non-stick pan. 
actually, and carbon steel pan. Mm-hmm. I've been looking into those a lot too. Uh, and stainless yeah. steel is what you want for a pan. No carbon steel. Carbon's where it's at. It's like a cast iron, but better. It, not as heavy. Isn't all regular steel pans carbon steel? No, they're okay. stainless and aluminum. Okay. Uh, the carbon steel is where it's at because you can season it like a cast iron. Mm-hmm. It'll be a hundred percent nonstick, and it lasts for like ever. Um, and it can withstand like a lot of really high heat. You can cook basically. It sears just as good as what cast iron does, but you get the nonstick quality of like nonstick pans that don't sear like a steel pan does. We just got all um, stainless steel ones recently. Stainless is good, and uh, but you have to have it really hot for something get, to not stick on that. Yeah, they have to be like incredibly hot to not stick. Otherwise, it's kind of a mess. Yes. So the way you can, I saw a video about this. The way you test it is that you just put some water in it, and if the water beads up on it and like dances around, it's hot enough for food not to stick. But if it's just like bubbling on the surface, it's not hot enough yet. But you can't, like, I don't know. I feel like that's way too hot to put to an egg in. To cook a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, you can't cook an egg that hot. No. And that's what you're worried about sticking. It, Yeah, and it's going <laughs> to stick real bad because I've done it, and it's terrible. <laughs> but what I found out is traditional, like, nonstick pans uh, that, like, high-quality pans out there are better than the hex clad. Hex clad will stick. Things will stick to it. You got to add a little bit of oil to them, apparently. And they're still really good, but a regular like nonstick pan with the full Teflon coating is better. Well, I will say it's really nice, like because we always had the nonstick ones. This is riveting for all. It is non-pan and non-pan, <laughs> non-pan kind of. But sewers. you can't put it, You know, you can't put them in the dishwasher. But like you're not supposed to. Yeah, stainless steel. You can. So they were Just throw them in there. That is the one good quality about hex the hex clad is there. is that you can put them in the dishwasher. They're a little hardier because. So all the little but like really, lines what kind on of it? animal would have room in their dishwasher? Yeah, for a to put pan. a fucking pan. pan. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know about you guys, but my dishwasher is a hundred percent full of cups. Only oh, yeah. cups. That's it. Cups and bowls. I'm not allowed to load ours because I don't do it. Right. I wasn't for a long time, yeah. but then it got just so overwhelming with dishes that. I mean, somebody's got to start doing this stuff. It's against everything I stand for, but I, like, I load it half full and I run it before somebody can see what I did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We've got clean dishes. That's what matters. That's right? all that matters. Do you do you have like any of the older women in your life? Do they still wash everything by hand? Mm, yep. My my mom doesn't my, have a dishwasher. My mother in law will wash everything by hand, even if there's a dishwasher right next to her. Like it doesn't matter. They remodeled their kitchen, and she didn't want the dishwasher. Like, well, that's just crazy. That's kind of what I thought. My, my mom was the same way. Like, she never wanted a dishwasher. She'd always come over and just wash the dishes by hand. Mm-hmm. And then just, I will say, I don't mind washing dishes by hand. I almost prefer it as well. But I, th- I throw dishes that won't go in the dishwasher away when nobody's looking. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> smart. <laughs> People at it's work. It's going to melt in the dishwasher or it's going in the garbage. If so. anybody at work is listening. Don't do that anymore because that's what they'll do. If somebody from a different shift leaves a uh, plate or something in our sink, they'll just walk out and throw it in the river. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. But, yeah, we're losing all of our plates and silverware and stuff. Okay, I got a question for you. Since I've, uh, well, I mean a long time ago, but I don't really work in a uh, 
community environment where there's like right and either it does dirt well maybe a little more you guys are really lonesome yeah recluse type people <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> um have you ever had a problem because i i heard this whole podcast where all they were doing was complaining about people bringing smelly food in and microwaving it yeah i mean every day you'll have now different you, smells as the master of the lock yeah yeah so like yep that's what i am the ceo of the Illinois river right you, it's basically Snyder Island, Lock and Dam. Do you have to, uh, Adam, by the way, says Jerry is full of lies. <laughs> no, he knows that's true. <laughs> do you ever have to crack down on smelly foods? No, I never have, ever. No? Uh, no, teach their own, Nobody's man. bringing in fish. Is there? Is your I kitchen think attached have. to other office areas? Yeah, it's a, bu- okay. it's a house. So oh. we literally call it a lock house where okay. the upstairs is just... Like the office area, the downstairs is a whole kitchen, bathroom, and lockers and stuff where everybody keeps their stuff. Uh, so there's a fridge, a stove, microwave. I mean, We've got a Traeger, a regular gas grill, anything you want. I can't say much because our shop, our kitchen is in our shop, and our shop usually has something covered in cow manure in it. So right. it, yeah, you're, you're coming probably out of the not kitchen. too sensitive to somebody no. reheating old Indian food. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> No, every day there there will be different smells that come up from people's lunches, but it's never been anything so offensive that I've had to tell people don't do that again. Elena said it should be against office policy to microwave fish in the workplace. I, I haven't seen anybody do that. We've had people cook fish like in the oven. Um, like br- there's guys that brought fish in in general. Yeah, there's people that brought in salmon and like cooked it in the oven. Who's but that wasn't bad. Fish at work. It, like how we much can, of the lunch period do you have? Oh, we got all the time <laughs> like, in the world, man. Whipping up a nice meatloaf. Yeah, we, government employees. Well, yes, fair enough. We lunch have full, starts about ten. We have full meals. We'll cook. Oh, yeah, there will be some <laughs> days where it's like one guy's job just to like cook our lunch and that's what he's gonna do today right. is like cook our lunch so I, I know it's not uh we're not what we're watching but this is relevant to the conversation did do you do you watch yellowstone no but you do. i mean i've yeah. seen did you see the last episode bits and yes pieces of it. i believe so all right the last episode basically the whole entire episode nothing happens it just revolves around them eating at various meals yes that's riveting exactly yeah. we'll talk about it later <laughs> But they have this cook, right? And obviously, gator. This, yeah, Gator. This is a wealthy family, so they yeah. apparently have a cook. <laughs> and um, it's just so ridiculous to me, this show, because this cook comes in, and they're all sitting around this table, but he's, like, serving them, first off, which is like, that would that's, never happen. That's not going to happen, though. And second off, he is serving them a variety of wild game. Love it. That he they hunted. Have... So oh. they have venison, dove, duck. Yes. That's wonderful. Okay, it's wonderful. You think this guy is going out all day hunting and then bringing home the meat and then cooking it for dinner? No, I don't believe that in the slightest. But they do have like wild game feeds, you know, like where you go. But this was like a normal that's like a potluck. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it that's is. like a yearly it's not event. Gator going out and <laughs> well, right. <laughs> it is ridiculous that one person would go and do all of this. Um, CJ said we had a trucker at the seed corn plant that cooks some type of canned fish in the microwave. It was horrible. <sighs> that would be bad. But anyway. Gator. So there is a funny Back line. Gator. Uh, he had this big jar of peanut butter. <laughs> there, there, it makes me think of Will Ferrell in, uh, is it Step? Yeah, gator no, don't play it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing yeah. I thought when I said Gator. Um, no, there's this scene where they have this vegan there that's eating. He's talking about all the meat, and it's just getting really uncomfortable, and it was actually really funny. And she's like, well, what is this? And he's like, well, that's Dove. We serve four per person. Yeah. <laughs> and she just freaks out, whatever leaves 
a little later on, they go back to Kevin Costner and is like, okay, I guess we're going to eat. And he goes, I'll take four of them. Doves. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Have you ever had Dove? It's really good. What, uh, there, when there's a line where she's like, he, he's got ducks and he's like, you know, ducks mate for life. He's like, well, I shot both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've one. ever had wild duck. A duck meat is my favorite meat. I agree. Probably, probably my favorite meat. But my, I don't know that I've ever had wild duck. My top two is duck and rabbit. I really love rabbit. Really? Yeah. So good. Uh, Tony said, we had a guy that used old diaper tubs as food containers. What's a diaper tub? Like wipes? Tub. Like wipe tubs? Yeah, I think that's what he means. Wipes. <laughs> I don't know. Because the old diapers in a box. Absolute menace. Also, I've never seen Jerry as serious as when he discusses the <laughs> ideal metallurgy <laughs> of quality cookware. It's true. I got really serious about it. I really, like in the last week, I've been really looking at pans for so, no reason whatsoever. I don't need Jerry any. is quite possibly one person in the world that is so serious about cooking. I am. But I don't know how much, like... Yeah. Like how proficient of a cook you are. I don't know. Oh, I I've never cook. had you cook me a meal. You haven't? No. Oh, I'm going to have to do it. But the, the seriousness level of which you discuss cooking. It's so, And the equipment. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and the equipment. Like all the time. Because I cook every case. day. At, I would cook every day at home. Like every day. I love it. I love cooking. You know what else I got really big into? Fountain pens. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where I'm not, this is going. Fountain pen. I'm not joking, I remember? Yes. I was telling you about it. I've yeah. got two really nice fountain pens at work <laughs> that I use all the time. Man, they're uh they're nice. Do they have the little they're plunger right. that yeah. sucks up the ink? Yeah, that or you can buy cartridges for them that just go inside, but uh, Adam said I would love for Jerry to cook for us. Yeah, I no, I don't do that at work. Tons of, he doesn't have the right pans there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quit throwing shit in the river. <laughs> He's not cooking on Teflon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will. I will cook on Teflon. In well, egg, anyways. D- Tony, least. I need clarification on what an old diaper tub is. Because that just doesn't. That doesn't I, in sound. my mind, I'm thinking of the diaper genie. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Twist. Yeah. Make yep. sure that the old stinky one isn't on the top. With the bag inside. Uh huh. For some reason, that's a lot of food. If they're using a diaper genie to bring it in, exactly, <laughs> got just a sleeve full of canned <laughs> meat. For some reason, in my house, for the last whatever three children's worth, I was, I believe, the only person to ever actually remove and take the diaper genie out, like the bag. Yeah. So if it was started to get full, it would. Diapers would just continually be jammed, jammed in the top part that didn't go down. Yeah. So you'd pull the thing out, but then you'd have to dig all the dirty, like, Ugh. compressed dirty diapers out to get them in. Oh, the, That's terrible. The last thing I remember about our Who would do that? Is it got full and, like, it stunk really bad, evidently. And it was wintertime, and my wife had set it out on the back porch, and it was froze solid on the top, <laughs> so I couldn't pull the bag out because everything is. <laughs> that's a throwaway, right? Oh, because yeah. that's why I say it was the last thing I remember the diaper genie because the whole thing just went to yeah. the garbage. I mean, because the thing itself is cost nothing, right? They charge you for the little insert, right? right? Pretty much. That's kind of similar to my recent uh, Christmas tree experience. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah. Oh, I saw a picture of this Christmas tree. All right, so my wife has. Hundreds of Christmas trees. Three 
three full size ones in our house. Not, and That's then there's little ones. And like then, real deals or no. like okay. okay so sorry. we we always have a fake one and then a real one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then this year now we have a basement, so we have two fake ones, and we had, we're going to get a real one. She was going to get a real one. <clears throat> well, we had these uh, spruce trees that came back from a job, okay. and um, long story short, brought them to a job, didn't work out, ended up bringing buck back. We didn't have anything to do with them. It's the end of the year; they're junk. Can't, yeah, they're junk. So. I'm like, oh, we'll just cut one of these. For th- these are seven and a half, seven to eight foot tall spruce trees. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, Norway spruce. So, oh man, even better, Norway. Yeah, that's where Christmas was invented. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Krampus. So, I'm like, okay, we'll just cut one of these bad boys. We'll put it in the house. Christmas tree done. Save myself eighty bucks. It only cost me five hundred dollars and lost <laughs> <Right>. money. <laughs> um, so anyway, <clears throat> it's all tied up. Because it came back from a job, it had to be tied up to go on the truck. So I cut it, bring it into the house, put it in the stand. This thing already is, I can tell it's already massive. I mean, just the trunk on it alone is like eight inches across, oh, maybe. Gosh. So go to cut it, unfold it. This is the most fucking Christmas vacation thing you've ever <laughs> seen. This thing is eight feet tall and 22 feet wide. <laughs> I saw a it is a round ball of a Christmas tree that doesn't resemble a tree in any way, shape, or form. Bush. I can't even imagine if that was in a customer's yard, they would be like, what is this? <laughs> you got to trim it. Can't you just trim it down? Okay, so here's what happened. That's what I said. We'll just trim it down. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll make something. We'll make it work. Right. You know, it was, it was a pretty looking tree. So we left. We had to go to Juliet. We're like, we'll deal with it later. For now, I just wanted to get some water in the thing because it was starting to kind of get a little wilty. Sometime in the meantime, it fell down. <laughs> in the house? In the house. It okay. fell down. And this thing, when it fell down, it just like, it took the whole room. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't even explain to you this tree. <laughs> and so I just drug the fucker out of the house and just threw it in the front yard. I'm like, I'm done with this. The whole thing went to the burn pile. Tree, stand, everything. Gone. Just gone. I, like, ordered, this... a new, I ordered another fake one on Amazon. Perfect. So now we have three full size fake Christmas trees in Pre- our house. Pre lit? No. Oh, like. I made the I made a mistake of getting a pre lit tree, and literally within a week, half the lights went out. A week, I think we're going on year three of having the one that, and it's been successful. Yes, it's one that Man. like it isn't snapped together. It's like you put it in the box, the limbs all fold up. Like there's oh, no yeah. fluffing. There, sorry, there's no fluffing, no nothing. Like you pull it out, the branches flop down. You plug it in, and it's lit. But the fluffing well, that's my favorite nice. part. <laughs> I love a good fluffer. <laughs> I sit in the recliner and watch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I immediately. Um, you're five on a pre No. So, Jerry, Grundy County Renaissance, man. That's you. That's what Erica says. Why am I a Renaissance man? Oh, because of all the different things I enjoy? Yeah. I Fountain pens. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking. Cooking. What else do you enjoy? Carbon steel. A good pipe. Oh, I do like a pipe. I like yeah. a good pipe. Tobacco pipe. <laughs> But anyway, so... But you I, do, too. Oh, yeah. You're a pipe guy. I got it on my mantle. Of course you do. Full display. Now, that sounds like a renaissance man. You know what? I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. On my mantle. But anyway, this so this tree, I, it's just the most Christmas thing ever. I mean, it's just... Dad dragging the tree out to the front yard. 
Kids because are crying. Over, it spilled all over like the floor. Was it after yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving though? At least <clears throat> it was two days ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kids all, and mom are crying. It was crying. probably a little already too far far gone because like all the needles were falling off of it. It, it. We were cleaning this up at eleven o'clock. No, it was last night, like eleven o'clock last night. Yeah, we were you were screaming, yelling, "Christmas is over." <laughs> yeah. So, man, turns out fake Christmas trees though, not cheap. No? I mean, I found a pretty cheap one on Amazon, which has terrible reviews. It's going to look like dog shit, but... It'll do. It'll do. <laughs> It'll do, Clark. Um, but no, like the good ones, supposedly... They're so worth it, though. They're like five or $600. You can keep it for a really long I time. I never saw the bill. <laughs> you can keep them for a really long time. I don't time. have one that costs that much. I drag the box out of the closet, and like I literally I sit down mm-hmm. and... Watch the family have great Christmas memories. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wait till after Christmas to buy them. That's the, that's, mm. the, that's the I key. know that's when she got the one that we have. Yeah, this one was like uh, ours is in like two pieces. It's just a top and a bottom, and I'd carry. I but I'd leave it together. It's about eight foot, but it's relatively narrow. We don't really have a big like wide tree, um, and I'd just carry the entire thing up in one piece up the stairs from the basement and set it down. And it was like ready to rock and roll. And then we put ornaments and stuff on it, but, but you didn't have to do nothing with it. I never put it in a box. I always uh, thought we should just leave the ornament. We like you need a Christmas tree closet. Like yeah. <laughs> it needs to be off of whatever room you're going to put it in. So you yeah. just pull it out. That would be a good, idea. a good idea. A Christmas tree closet. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> you just have it in, added to your room. But it used to be uh, I, when I was growing up. I remember. Before we started buying, we've got a stand now that has a piece of rebar that sticks up that's a spike. And the Christmas tree farm we go to drills a hole in the bottom of the tree. That's a good idea. And it's got legs. Like, because it used to be that was how do you, uh, you don't like he, they have it standing straight up and down at the farm and it drills a hole straight up in it. So you have it'll it'll be level no matter what. Yes, because the tree that we cut for my sister, we can't have a a real tree anymore because of allergies. Yeah, but my sister got one, and the the tree on like the trunk literally made like a forty five at the bottom after we cut it down, and we just took it up there and they drilled a hole straight up, took it home, standing in the living room, no problem. Because when I was a kid, I remember, I mean, it was twenty minutes with a chainsaw trying to make this, oh, this yeah. the stump straight, and then you get in the house and you end up putting a screw in the ceiling and running twine down to tie the top of the tree I've to the never ceiling. done that oh no I mean <laughs> that what? must have been a yule bush as well <laughs> <laughs> I've never had the experience of a real tree ever in my life because I was that kid with allergies no, so yeah. bad and asthma that I couldn't have anything around me so we've always had a fake Christmas tree so I've always seen people go in and get Christmas trees I'm like oh man that looks nice yeah, no, but I've never wanted to do it as an adult because I'm like man that's a lot of like the whole live Christmas tree experience is awful. It's awful. Awful. <laughs> we like, and then dragging it out at the end of Christmas when all the needles oh. fall off in your house. Yeah, that's when they what started I mean. selling the bags that you could just pull up around the tree. That makes a that lot cha- of sense. That was a game changer. I've never had one. Of those. Mm, you just put it down like a you don't tree need skirt, and like when it's all said and done, you just pull it up and tie it at the top. Trees that's in a, a bag. Idea. My mom buys live Christmas trees online. They just deliver them to your house. Really? Yeah. Or she did. I don't know if she still does, but yeah. Well, you are. You'll have to carry hers out. And as an online tree company, I approve. <laughs> you should approve. But you definitely should approve. Of that. I wonder if 
you know, Neil Frank, you remember, he they had a Christmas tree farm over in really? Athens, Illinois. I don't know if they still do that or not. A little plug for the Frank family. There you go. <laughs> Frank Christmas tree farm. Oh, uh, we don't do Christmas trees on our uh, yeah. tree farm. It's just a... You could. Could, but That's, nobody... I mean, we can get way more money from them for the tree live. I and a lot less... Well, not, not a lot less work, I imagine, but, I mean, making a Christmas tree look like well, a Christmas tree... It isn't as simple as just letting it grow. No, you like, got to have those knife hands. Yeah. And go around. Have you seen those guys on the internet? Oh, That's absolutely, crazy. Absolutely, yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to be that guy. I do that for you. Hire me. <laughs> no, again, nobody, I don't understand how they make any money. Is that a no then? They, they're or? charging what? 60 How much does a Christmas tree cost these days? I have no idea. I just told you uh, I'd never I never bought a live tree. I think they were $11 a foot is what they charged for. That's a, so cheap. I don't even really know how is. you could do that. Well, and like the the farm that we've gone to in the past, like they had three or four years where they had a hard t- like because deer are awful like, and so they had a hard time getting deer started. So I mean for the Christmas trees, really? Yeah, they love like they all have they chew uh, on them. Mm-hmm. They every tree out there has a bar of Irish Spring soap hanging in it because deer hate Irish Spring. That's true. We put them on our trees all the time, but. Like really? they had three three years where it was tough. Well, so now if you you're in that stage of I want a nine foot tree or whatever, you know, yeah, they don't have them. Like they've had to order trees for certain sizes the last few years. It's a fucking Christmas tree shortage, right? Everything I mean, is everything is a shortage. Nobody wants to pay what they're worth. That's the problem. Well, I don't think they're worth anything. <laughs> I'd rather have a fake tree. Anyway, so. this this whole experience reminded me of when I was just out of college. Uh, me and, and Nick lived together over on Verona Road. We lived in this little house. And I don't know. I guess we we thought, you know, we got to have a Christmas tree. Right. I, I, didn't, I had no experience in my life with fake Christmas trees up to that point. I didn't even know that was like a real thing that people actually did. So we went out and cut down something. I don't even remember where we got it. But we brought this thing in. And it was way too tall, like so it was bent over <laughs> and hit the ceiling. It had no discernible shape to it. And we called it the Yule Bush. <laughs> and this was very much a similar experience. It sounds like a similar experience. Yeah, you have a really good eye for real trees, apparently. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. We always went and got them in this place in Cole City, but they didn't have any this year. So what what's that called? Plug them. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, I don't like in some place. I don't give a shit about that place. Some places garage. <laughs> it's some it's in some person's garage. They had trees and they made wreaths. Oh, like okay. custom wreaths to order. Wreaths. That is that a weird word? Wreath. Wreaths. Yeah. How do you say it? Is it wreaths or wreaths? Wreaths. 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 No, it's wreaths. It's wreaths. I don't know. I See, know. I've never nobody asked really for more knows. than one wreath. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's another thing that suck is wreaths because again, <laughs> again, you take them off your door and they just drop all the needle. Or if you got them oh, like yeah. in your, if you're, you know, you got to get the, the fake fake wreaths. <laughs> anyway, do you have any news since we uh, yeah. are now almost done? No, we're now we're at an hour. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, yeah, nothing real big. Uh, Avatar 2 is coming out soon on December 16th. And they reported today, or like James Cameron said, that it needs to make $2 billion in the box office to break even. Well, 
It's not going to. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Did you ever see the first Avatar? I did. I enjoyed that movie. I yeah. I love it. I'm going to go. I saw that movie in in sou- southern Missouri um, in like a regular movie theater the first time I saw it. Yeah. When it first came out. And uh, didn't think much of it. And then when I got home, I'm like, I got to go back and watch this in 3D because that was like the yeah. first 3D movie that I think ever it, no um beowulf was the first one i saw and it came out before with antonio banderas i don't remember um anyway it was like an anime kind of an animated type. yeah i do remember that it's terrible and then it was like completely different once you watched it in 3d i remember I, being it, like my never mind. seen it in 3d oh i went I, really i went the first time going to see avatar and i saw it in 3d and i was blown away it was like the greatest experience I've had. And I've never been able to watch it again at home. I have no interest in watching it at home because it's not the same experience. It's, it's all, it, Okay, the other thing that drives me crazy about Avatar is everybody will say that it's just a ripoff of Pocahontas, right? Yeah, I just had this conversation today. But it's a ripoff of da- Dan- Dances, Dances with, with Wolves. Wolves. It's the exact same movie as Dances with Wolves, scene for scene. Yes. There are some scenes that are identical. But everybody always says it's a ripoff of Pocahontas. I don't get it. Yeah. No, I know. I just had this conversation I today. I haven't seen a raccoon in Avatar. I didn't see no Jake Sully singing nothing about colors in the wind. Yeah, right? no. I didn't either. But I'm excited about Avatar 2. I want to go see it. it. I want to take the boys, but it's three hours and 13 minutes. Well, that's ridiculous. If they got Kevin Costner to be in the Avatar, they'd get the $2 billion. I, mean, could, I think it. it's going to get it worldwide. It's a that's worldwide. They need. Yeah, I mean that's a that's definitely an international movie. Like it's going to play well overseas. Yeah, I just don't think it look like the trailers don't look that good. It's getting rave reviews from oh, its that's premiere. Good. Like all of the critics have come out and said that there's nothing that they don't like about it. But one review that I saw from a guy said that it is. This is the. I kind of take this as a negative. I don't think he meant it as a negative because he explained it well, but he called it the uh, uh, the the Force Awakens of Avatar. So he said it's like a direct, you know, like the Force Awakens in Star Wars and A New Hope are like the same movie. Yeah. That's what he's saying these two movies are. But that doesn't make any sense because that... I know because it's a one and two, right. but it's been so it's been what eleven years or twelve years more than that since it, what it was a two thousand nine thirteen years something like that. Anyway, it's been a long time since the first one. He's saying it's like the same thing, just in a different setting with water involved. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't pique my interest too much. So it doesn't with me I either. I haven't even seen but a trailer for it. I just knew it was coming out. Like I live in a cave. So I want to go see it though. I, I do want to go see it. Yeah, I'll I'm gonna go make. See it. The, I mean, it's definitely gonna be an event, regardless. Yeah, isn't it still the highest grossing movie of all time? Avatar is, yeah, yeah. And then now this one's gonna beat it. I guarantee you, this one beats it. Well, I hope so. Inflation. Well, yeah, of course, inflation. But I'm just saying, like, I guarantee you, this movie is going to make. I don't an think, absolute shit pot of money. I don't know, man. I don't think. I think people are too conditioned not to go to the movies. It's going to be the renaissance of movie theaters. I don't think so. I do. I really I think do. You're in for disappointment. Maybe I am. I don't know, but I think it is. I think it's going to bring a lot of people to the movie theater. Um, they won't be getting my movie theater dollars. I think the last movie I saw was Bad Dinosaur. Bad Dinosaur. Uh, good, good Dinosaur. Good dinosaur. <laughs> Sorry. 
yeah, I love that. Does. I love that movie. I, I get a I'm lot of shit. I get a lot of shit for I, liking that movie. I, by I, the way, we took both the kids, and I think she was two, and something happened. I only got to see half of it. I'm going to tell you what right now. It is dog shit. It is one of the worst <laughs> Disney movies it's not ever that, made. This is no, it's not. I've been getting shit for this movie for a long time. This is a long-running thing. That's Snarf Talk. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, good dinosaur. Up. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy and that you brought that up. first movie. and last appearance on Snarf Talk. <laughs> um, no, I'm telling you what. That is a... I don't even... I can't. It's terrible. I don't understand what you get from that movie. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's bad. Can't help. Uh, 2009, Adam said, is when the last Avatar came out. Oh, I was just going to say something, and I'm drawing a blank now. Um, I threw the dinosaur in. The oh, no, no. Uh, I think about I'd the movies. rather see a movie called Bad Dinosaur. I know. I kind of <laughs> would, too, now. Like now. Speaking of bad things, hold your thought. Okay. There is a um, new Christmas movie out where Santa Claus is like, the I've, reviews on this movie are incredible. I've seen the trailers for it. Uh, the, but the reviews are that it's fantastic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it? Um there's Santa's an action hero, of so, but yeah, like he's evil. It seems. Or there's another movie. No, too. no, he's a good guy. Oh, he is. There's another movie uh, too coming Christmas, out. Christmas, bloody Christmas. There, okay. About the Grinch. There's like a a Grinch movie that's like a horror movie coming out. I could, I could see that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cool if he's sneaking into the people's houses, but he's like and like eating children. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if he's gonna do that. Yeah, or not. Cindy like, Lou Who's gotta like. <laughs> Get her nose gnawn off. Uh, gnawn off cookies, her face. <laughs> she's gonna have to be like no. She's gonna be the, like the one fighting him. Yeah, with an axe. Yeah, obviously sword. Something. No, uh, it has to be an axe. Candy cane. Pointy candy cane. Yep, that's that's really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. I think we just created something here. Anyway, I derailed you. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say like you were talking about like the last movie you went and saw like so long ago. I go to the movies. As much as I possibly can, because yeah. I love, I just love. It. I also very much love the experience of going to a movie. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I don't people very much, so I don't do. <laughs> but that's perfect have, for a movie uh, theater. True. Yeah, you don't have to. And the popcorn, especially yeah. when you go at like random times. Do not go on a weekend. That's, no, that's a mistake. Yeah, go at random times in the middle of the day on a Tuesday. Yeah, you got a lot of free time in the middle of the <laughs> right. day. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Just ignore it all of responsibility. <laughs> Just ignore everything and go see a movie. You can do it probably in the winter occasionally. Yeah. Everyone can do it. You just have to make the excuse. That's what it is. Like when you're an adult, you just got to like be like, listen, I'm going to forget about everything today, and I'm just going to go do this one thing and sit alone with nobody else to bother me and eat a shitload of popcorn. Have you ever done <laughs> uh, a double feature? Because that's always been like my dream. I haven't. Do they still do them? No, I just no, mean like just go to a movie, walk out and go into an, into or another. just walk into another one. Either one, either way. Just <laughs> no. going to two movies back to back. I I've, feel like that would I've be I've never a, done it, but I would like to do it. Dream Let's do time. it. Okay. Why can't we? That has to be two re- I'm in charge. You're in charge of your life, right? There has to be two decent movies out at the same time. That's true. Which isn't a thing that happens anymore. No, it really isn't. Um maybe it it might happen. Maybe. So Avatar 2 and then Avatar 3. Next year, right? They, they yep. filmed them both at the same time, right? They did, Aren't and they're the halfway. Movies, but they come out around one of the holidays. Is it Christmas or New Year's usually supposed Christmas. to be? Christmas. They're halfway through uh, Avatar 4 as well, apparently. When you say all the big movies come out? Like, 
Usually in like May, right? Okay. I thought there well, was there's a hol- always a big Christmas I thought there was a release. holiday where everybody's supposed to go to the movies. Yeah, there's always a People big Christmas People go release. to the movies on Christmas. That's okay. okay. We did last that, year. Yeah, that's a very popular yeah. thing. Okay. That was the first time I'd ever done that. Adam said, used to do back-to-backs all the time at the drive-in. Okay, here's the thing. I have only been to a drive-in a couple times. Never Actually, have. In college. We went there for farmhouse a couple times mm-hmm. i don't it's not uh that's not an ideal movie going experience for me it's not about going to the movie at that point it's the well you, all we did was bring, sit around and drink you can bring your own booze and, <laughs> and food and nobody yeah. was watching any movie right but, exactly um it was a place to sit and not be in the house be, yeah i like the dark i the i've literally screen. never went to the drive-in i've never been to a drive-in ever in my life i don't think you're missing out they tried to it's revive the I one in Gelsberg. Uh, the problem is, is that uh, they were doing it on such a low budget that the movies were three years old. So, like, they would get—I don't even know where you get movies that are right. They so, can't pay for the new releases, right? Exactly. So, I mean, it was a destination thing. They had—they end up having a good little restaurant, and it was—you want to take the kids, but it wasn't something that you're gonna—you're not gonna get the high school kids to come watch movies at the drive-in. I when you're showing three-year-old movies. Right. I don't know, but it seems like as a high school kid, that's an ideal place for some hanky-panky. Oh, <laughs> oh I, like, I would be some, at drive Don't get me wrong. They better... I was thinking the hokey-pokey. I was going to say they better turn themselves around. <laughs> <laughs> like, to get yeah, out of there. Well, <laughs> to okay, get out of there. Right. Yeah, that's what he meant. These are kids we're talking about, Jerry. <laughs> you are. You started it. I saw this hilarious TikTok the other day, and it was this guy... Um, that was doing, and Victor sent it to me actually. He was doing a rendition of the song Stacy's Mom. Yeah, you know, like, you, and you sent it to I me. It to you. <laughs> yeah, so he's singing this song, and it's basically he's saying, like, he's commenting on the fact that, like, Stacy's mom walks out in a towel. You remember that part of the song? Mm-hmm. With a towel, uh, 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 uh. And yeah. he's basically saying, like, wait, why is she walking out in a towel? <laughs> These are children. children. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a teenage boy. Why are you coming out in just a towel and you know he's there? Yeah. And then he goes on to say like it was I, I don't remember exactly but basically saying like it, it said like Stacy's mom about, has something wrong. Like something he, wrong with her. Or but he has one great line that's like in retrospect at 33, it's just yeah. pretty disturbing or something yeah. like that. That's uh, what I texted you. I was like, wow, I never thought of it that way, but it's right. It's yeah. weird. She did have it going on, though. I, well, you can't deny that. <laughs> what else you got for news? Oh, let me look at it. Let me, let me look at it. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin, you know that guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a uh, writer of Game of Thrones. Right. And he's writing a book right now called The Winds of Winter. Everybody's been waiting for it for like 11 years. Yeah. Uh, he just came out and said that he's got about eleven to 1,200 pages done. Um, he's got about four or 500 pages to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I read that today, and I was like, well, that's stupid. 100 like, pages a year? I don't feel like anybody wants that. I mean... I there was a time when I probably would have read it, but I can't. A sixteen hundred page book. I don't know. I mean, I listened to. I guarantee you, it gets cut down, like at the end process through editing, maybe. Yeah, I. I mean, but, I started listening this fall. I started listening to audiobooks instead of podcasts when I was in the combine, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I listened to all three Lord of the Rings books. Each one of them was like twenty hours. So, 
Yeah, but those are eight, nine hundred page books. Yeah, yeah, not that long. Okay, now double that, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know. So apparently, that book isn't going to be released for a while. Are you uh, in a combine or whatever? Are you a uh, music listener, podcast, or audiobook? I'm officially, silence. I'm, I'm officially old, and I listen to AM radio. Oh, oh I, yeah. I listen, I listen to, to AM radio my whole life, so yeah. I was the same way. But I can't deal with commercials anymore. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. listen to a podcast that's like AM radio. Yeah, it is. You just is. have to find a variety because, obviously, you chew through them so fast. Right. Most of them are only an hour long or so. Right. Not Snarf Talk. Not Snarf Talk. We're about two hours long. The problem is, like, I can't, I don't focus. And I'm, in our, with our operation, I'm not in the same vehicle. Jumping around. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think last fall, the one day I kept track, and I was in 22 different, like, vehicles at some point during the day. That is a problem. That does happen to me occasionally, where you're just, you're jumping around too much to be in a rhythm. I remember talking to Jerry once this fall, and I told him, uh, you know, I won't start listening to anything until like you're a couple hours in, mm-hmm. because the first couple hours you're just like you don't know what's going on. Trying yeah. to get your bearings, get, and, yeah. And finally, you get into like a groove, and then you can find the time to turn something on. And then, like by that time, it's like lunchtime, and then you're like jumping out to take a truck somewhere. So there are days when I have that, but then there's some days that are good where you get some real time in. I was always a podcast, guy. but that's why our podcast is two hours long. Right, because I hated, I hate one hour. Long I, I don't like them either. They're, They're so short. We got a lot of flack in the beginning of this podcast for being too long. Yeah. So many people told us that we need to cut it down and be like forty-five minutes or an hour. Which I and, understand for like the Facebook viewing audience and yeah. those people. I get it. It's too long. Yes, I don't but disagree. The audio with that. side uh, is different. It's a different experience well, especially since i started list like i usually derail for a good 30 40 minutes at the beginning like get you guys off the <laughs> oh yeah it's but tonight, we, we got an hour but out of very it. but very few people i think listen live to the full right to our podcast whereas yeah. if you're listening in your car to a two-hour long podcast it's not as big of a deal and, and a lot of people it's do not active you're any of the people else. that i know that download the podcast audio wise listen to the entire thing yeah and I'm, that's the way it's always I very been. rarely do the same thing at any point in my life for more than an hour, like driving two hours a day. Like I haven't been two hours from home. I guess when I go to look at equipment is as far as I get from home. Like I don't venture very far, so I don't do anything for more than an hour or so. Well, I drove an hour and a half today to pick up a piece of equipment and got there and it was too heavy for my truck and turned around and drove back. And now I got to go back tomorrow with a tractor. Oh, with a tractor. Yeah. I, I couldn't pick it up with my truck. Oh, Can't man. Can you take the new iTrees truck? That's a good idea. I'll probably do that. I probably could. Or the it. old iTrees truck. I mean, yeah. That would probably work. Yeah. It's a good idea. Can you talk about the equipment that you're getting? Nobody. I mean, is that interesting? I want to know. I got a new 28 applicator or UAN Whoa! applicator. Oh, that's side so dre- interesting. Side dress bar, sometimes people call them. Side dress bar. Fast 8318. You're changing your whole fertilizer game up. The only problem is I, it takes four hydraulic remotes, and I only have three on my tractor. That is a problem. It is a problem. <laughs> Turns out. And it's very expensive to add one. Fast splitter valve. They they make a valve that you can flip the switch between the two, as long as you don't have to run them at the same time. An electric switch? Mm-hmm. 
It plugs right into the remote. Has there a little go. switch. There you go. Good Problem thing we brought. Solved. Good thing we brought this guy up. Huh? <laughs> <Problem> <laughs> I probably got an extra one at the at the shop. Oh really? I didn't even. I mean, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I mean, like three, four hundred bucks. I knew maybe a little more now. My old old planner, our seven thousand. You had to get out, and there was a, a manual valve mm-hmm. to switch from the fold to the markers. So yeah. Once you fold that fold out the wings. Then you had to switch it to use the markers. So I guess I was aware that that was the thing. I, I guess I didn't know there was an electric. Yeah, it's just got a toggle switch. You can, it's, um, I'm pretty sure Fast makes it, or Fossey, whatever it is. But yeah, you just flip an electric switch and it's got two little solenoids on it and it opens this valve or this valve and you can, or you can push up another button. It runs them all at the same time if you can get away with running both the functions the same way. Huh. There we wow. go. Wow. Problem solved. I don't need to spend $5,000 at John Deere. No. That would not be a good idea. <laughs> no. But, yeah, that's a lot easier than having to put a whole new. I don't even know if you can add another one to that tractor. So, Well, the only other thing I got for uh, news is that uh, the show Wednesday. Yeah. You know that show on Netflix? I was going to talk about it later. Uh, it is on track to be the most watched Netflix show of all time. Is that for real? Yep. And what was it before? It was Bridgerton or Witcher? Uh, Bridgerton. Or Stranger Things. One of those. No, things. it was Bridgerton did and it, then like then Stranger Things. We we went over it. Yeah, we did. One did it episodes. come on to Netflix right around Thanksgiving? Because yes. we watched it on yes. Thanksgiving. My yes. kids. Because you could watch it with your kids. And so we sat and watched it on Thanksgiving with the whole family. And did you? Mm-hmm. The whole nice. series? Like, I think we watched it all day. Like it, we watched it in a day. I will say uh, so we can we don't we can do this now. I we guess don't it's have to two wait. Days. Absolutely, so watching. Um, that, that's the last piece of news I got. Anyways, so. I got one, but um, interesting. So I, I, initially, I saw that, and immediately I was like, "No, I hate it." I hated the fact that they were doing like a weird Adams Family thing. I never like, thought you would ever watch this ever. I didn't to be either. honest. So I, the other day, I'd heard so many people say good things about it. Yeah, that me and Marley were looking for something to watch. There's not a lot on right now. No, there isn't. And so I said, "Well, let's just watch the first episode." So I have only watched two episodes now. It's, oh, that's it. It's really good. Oh man. I'm not a fan of like I usually like the actor that plays Gomez. Not a fan I, of him. In the I role. don't like Gomez he doesn't either. Work. He's he doesn't work in that role. He no. doesn't. Like I, said, I normally like him in Louise Guzman. He's yeah. good in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So luckily he's not a big character right, in the exactly. show though. Like but you see him. Catherine uh, Zeta Jones is perfect. Yeah. For Morticia. Or yep. is it completely Morticia? agree. Yep. You. But the girl who plays Wednesday is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She is actually the whole cast. Everybody's awesome. Good. So obviously you can tell it's like a YA type show. You know, it's like a teen show. And it's like a teen uh, detective type show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I, at first I was like, like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, well, this doesn't thought, seem I, like it's for me. I thought, I'm like, this is like another, what is the other one? Anola Holmes type yeah. thing. Yes. And I tried to watch that. It wasn't and, good. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I watched that first movie. There's another movie out now, too. Yeah, well, the second it. one is... The first one again, like I, I like oh, the first okay. one. But I, I, I did enjoyed not the first one the, too. I guess actually. I never finished it. They didn't, didn't change really the second it. one enough for me. I didn't okay. give but, it enough of a chance. I, I thought the same thing though. I'm like, I don't need another teen detective show. But Wednesday, I'll just give my review of the show. I loved it. Yeah. I what I've seen so far is phenomenal. Every episode kept me engaged. Like it was fun. 
there's something that happens in every episode that you just like really like. It's a very fun show. And my only negative is it interrupted my Thanksgiving nap. Like, oh, yeah. I sat down and the kids were watching it, and I was like, oh, I'll just take a nap. Like, the rest of the family's talking, and then like I stayed engaged with the show. That's that's why I watched the Lions play football. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can take a nap, but yeah, no, I I I enjoyed that too. That yeah, it, it's really good. I the acting is really good across the board. Um, it's just fresh. It all feels fresh, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it's not. I mean, even though it's a trope, but it's a new idea, take. But it's a very new take, and it's it feels fresh. And there's this dance scene in episode four that everybody has been talking about. It's all over TikTok. It's yeah. all over everything. It really is great to watch, like the actual episode, and have that scene because there's just so much more that happens within that moment uh, that's going on, you know, in the story, and. It just makes it that much better. But also knowing like she choreographed that dance on her own. Tim Burton asked her to choreograph it. And she's like, well, I'm not a dancer, but okay. So then she went back to like 1960s Adams Family shows and took dance moves from like little bitty Wednesday Adams uh, from the 60s and different like goth people in the 80s and put it all together herself. But she also had to learn how to play the cello and speak German for I've, this show. I have seen some um, cellists, professional cellist. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. We went and saw Yo-Yo Ma. We did. Yeah. Um, but I've seen some professionals say that it's uh, physically impossible to play that. It's multiple cellos. To play what? To play that song that she plays. Oh really? Maybe it is. Yeah, they she had, did learn how to play cello either way. Well, but. yes, I'm sure she did to, enough to show whatever. It was. Yeah, but there's this professional. He's like, there's a couple things where she's changing like octaves really quickly, and it's not actually possible to do on the instrument. It's it's more than one, one it, yeah. cello. So it's like double track. It. Yeah, yeah, so it's like double track. But it's a really cool solo. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the, the cello music. So am I. I mean, we literally went to go see. <laughs> Like at, I was, I don't know, was I 30? I might have been 30 at that point. Because it was quite a few years ago now that we went and saw him. What? what? I'm just saying, like, a t- how many, like, 28, 29 year old or 30 year old men go with another go man? Go to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> and go jealous. to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. I mean, we brought our wives. Chance. It's not like yeah, it was I just don't. us. <laughs> no. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's true. We all led as a crew. <laughs> I know, but you just don't hear we went a lot out of to eat. We went to the symphony. You don't hear a lot of younger couples going to do that though. Chris just is what I'm saying. Always, hey, like, I mean, I we should. Right. We share a TikTok account, so yeah. I would do it because I'm a big fan of the and Instagram. Did, did you go to the other? Symphony no, you went thing? to the. Didn't you go to John Williams? No, the, John, the Star wish. Wars one. I wish. No, I went and saw. Um, you went to one that you didn't like. Yes, I went to one that had um, four musicians that are like bluegrass musicians that yeah. are fa- like famous bluegrass musicians that I like, and they were going to be they're doing this show, and I expected it to be like a, um, you know, bluegrassy type of music, and but they played like Mozart. It was it Mozart, one of the composers like chamber music. Yeah, which was just. Real boring. boring. Yeah. But that symphony we went to with Yo-Yo Ma 
That was, was rocking, incredible. Man. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah, probably in my life. I completely agree. It was a the, wonderful the, experience the, to experience that kind of sound live. Unbelievable. That's what it is. is it's the, like trans. It you can't you the, can't believe it. The yeah. physical sound that you are hit with from the symphony and just from him playing is so different than any experience like at a movie or a concert. I would have never thought it would be that engaging. But it really right. was. Yeah. I, but that second yeah. show that I went to was not it was not good. I fell asleep actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I might have drank a little bit. But. Um Top gave us a comment. I don't know what this is about. It says Rogan's Protect Your Parks six was four forty five and I listened to four hours and forty five. Oh, minutes. okay. I see. That's the newest uh, Protect Our Parks that's out right now. What is that? I don't know what Protect it's the, Our Parks uh, is. It's the podcast he does with... Uh, um, I didn't know he did a po- Ari, podcast. Joe Rogan. No, no. It's a Joe Rogan show. They have, they're have they called Protect Our Parks, and it's got Ari Burt. Burt, yeah. Um, Tom. No. No, it's not Tom. Uh, what's his name? Um uh, Mark Norman. Oh, yeah. Mark Norman. I like that guy a lot. And Shane Gillis. Okay. I don't think Bert Kreischer is on it, actually. I don't know. I've never no, even heard of this. I think it's this. Ari, uh, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, and Joe Rogan. They do them. They do these podcasts called Protect Our Parks. I don't remember what the joke is, but in like the first one, Ari says something about like how he wants to start some charity to like protect our parks. Like to protect parks, <laughs> yeah. and they get started doing it. They just get super hammered, and that's like on really one of fun. them. Shane Gillis drank like eighteen beers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that sounds really fun. It to was listen just to, like there. Yeah, um, David just went and saw Burt Kreischer uh, on Saturday. I think. Oh yeah, over the weekend. Wonder how that was. I don't know. I I haven't talked to him. I just knew that they went, but I'm sure it was the same thing we've seen on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, literally everything you've ever seen. I like seen Burt him. Kreischer. I'm not a huge uh, fan of his comedy stand-up as much. No, I'm a really big Tom Segura Absolutely, fan. Tom Segura. He is hilarious. Do you listen to any stand-up comedians, comedy specials, anything like that? Not not, not in a while. No. Mm-mm. You really need to open your horizons, Dirk, and get into this kind <laughs> of stuff. I was talking to him for, like, I Symphonies. Work. <laughs> yeah. Fountain stand-up pens. Stand-up comedians, fountain pens, pipes. <laughs> pipes, yeah. Um. I don't know. Nice pair of shoes, uh, suit coat. I only have one pair of shoes. I, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I own two different cowboy boots. Yeah, I wear the, boots the all pair, the time. The pair that I wear to work and the pair that I wear now not at work. Yeah. I don't even have that. I got one pair of, pair of Merrill hiking boots that is all occasion. <laughs> Mine get covered in things yes, that you, you can't have, wear to town. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's true. You, How many cows do you have? How many uh, head of you cattle? Can't ask a, you can't ask that? A cow guy that. You can't? Cattle guy. Is that, that like against the law? I don't know. Is it? I don't I We, we run about 350 pair. Oh, that's more than I thought. That's I a did, lot. Yeah, I didn't know you had that much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that like asking someone how many acres they farm? I think it's... Usually the cattle farmers I know are even more. Like most grain farmers I'm, will tell you. I've yeah. only dealt with like 40 you know, like forty had a cattle. Yeah, like with Gary and David, and nobody ever hid that fact. <laughs> it's just they were around. You know, I don't know if that's true. I just they, that's the thing that we say, like never ant. And this is more as it pertains to ranchers. 
but they always say never ask a rancher how many cattle they got. Really? Yeah. I don't. That's silly. Like, don't me. ask Kevin Costner. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I probably won't. Do you, get to talk does to it him. drive you crazy in Yellowstone? <laughs> the, the livestock part of it is just what the fuck. <laughs> it's awful. They don't even seem to have that m- many. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's about thirty cows on that show. Like the one of the first episodes where they're. They go out and pull a calf, supposedly pull a calf out of this cow in the middle of the field. I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this show. Like, it's just <laughs> awful. And yeah. Well, yeah. You know, they're sitting there, got like 100 million acres or whatever the mm-hmm. hell they got. Right. And they get, they're like, well, we got to go down and move the cows from this pasture to this pasture. And there's like 20 or 30, 40 yeah, of them. I mean, and you're like. For cinema, that looks like a lot of cows. To, I mean, but right look at all these people working here. You know, yeah. I mean, how are we paying these people? Right. What? Yeah, how are they making money right. at all? Like off of so the race? Ask the Duttons, they're not right. Wow, they right. just have the helicopter right. fly around. True. Um, yeah, all they had to do was sell like one tenth of one percent of that ground to get a billion dollars. Wow, that's never true. been an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're going to keep. I mean, the whole premise of the show is we got to keep this farm intact. Yeah. Mm. How nice would it be to just be able to? Because I'm assuming. Most of your at some various points they're going out on pasture, mm-hmm. but they're not probably subsequent pastures, right? They're probably all you get to truck them around. We do like especially since we've grown the last few years, like we've spread out across more ground. But I mean, uh, we have a large portion of pasture that's connected. Oh, um, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But it's separated, so you're driving them from yeah. one, into the one, letting the grass grow up, and the other one driving them back. Yeah. So is it like all cow calf operation, or are you like and then finishing? we background the calves? We don't finish anything as of now. We oh. might at some point, but we just we just background calves. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. As we just spent all of last week weaning calves, so which would be a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It, yeah, like it was it was a week long event. <laughs> so yeah, it would have to be. So it's safe to say though, when you go off to what were they doing in that last episode when they were. Going they're out, branding. They're bringing them into brand. Is that you no? Know, when they were going to go out and sleep in the? Oh, they were going to bring them down off of like Montana, and I've never done it out west, so somebody would know more than me. But like the cattle spend most of their time just great, yeah, off on their off. own. Yeah, and that they go out in the spring or the fall and round them up and bring them all down, and then they were going to, you know, you count your calves and brand them and vaccinate and maybe wean. So. <clears throat> that's what they were all going to go up and they had to gather them all up. And that takes, I mean, according to the story, it takes a day and then they're going to sleep on the ground and then they're going to bring them down to this pasture and hold them for another day. And then they were going to bring them down to the ranch. So, okay. I mean, that's probably true, right? Yes. I mean, th- that yeah. process Every, is true. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything about out there would be, I mean, like you said, it, it's a million acres. You know, we deal with, uh, you know, a, uh, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred acres of pasture. They're dealing with a million. You know, bringing everything. I mean, it takes. I don't know the numbers for out there, but you know, it. We can raise a cow on a couple acres here, as far as pasture goes. Whereas out there, it's five to seven. You know, in certain places, I don't know about that valley, but yeah. So you've got that many cows spread out across lots bigger area. I thought you had a, how. A couple acres? Yeah. Is that all? Mm-hmm. That's the county I mean, deems that for that's here, just, too. Is just that... for pasture. And it's, for, we're, it's a little, it depends on how clear it is. If there's a lot of timber to it, you got to add more. But yeah, I thought it was like closer to 10, I thought. No. So that must be with timber, probably. Yeah. I mean, to it, so the county for me, like in order to get, when I was 
building a house in order for it to be like a farm building and like to have animals on it. They said you have to have at least it's only one cow per two acres or like one head per two acres. That's all they'll allow you to have technically. But if it's interconnected pasture, then right, you know, you can have as many as you want. I don't know. I don't know much about the uh, the cattle game. Me either. <laughs> Nobody does really. Just like I don't know how to be an adult. I just lie all the time and like figure. <laughs> I it thought out. that was the whole point. Yeah, like, right. Like I just figure it out, man. Do you have to like you know? overseed your pastures? We don't. Um, <clears throat> probably we we could do pasture improvement, and it's it's in the plans. But generally. As long as you don't have a problem with weeds. As long as you move them around, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't you want to, like, really... Uh, there's a guy on TikTok, actually, oh, there's, about... There's all kind of... You don't want to get involved with the the grazing ideas on... The, you don't. There's there, a ton there's of wars. grazing ideas. Oh, where yeah. It's like you've got to really, like, graze hard. The regenerative uh, agriculture guys. So then they grow back better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about there's guys that like overseed with like teff grass. No, I know. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, any any Lots kind of, of something that you can do to improve the pasture is uh, we, we don't, but it, it could be part of our program at some point. Do you uh, do you graze them on corn stalks? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's uh, the compaction per square that's inch? That's kind of what I was wondering. Of a it's, it, it's really not bad. Um, that's <laughs> When you get into the regenerative grazing, guy, that's what these guys talk about. It used to be the wild bison, and they tore up the ground. And, like, there's a certain amount of – if it's concentrated, they make paths, right? Because the, a cow likes – everybody talks about a cow path. They like to walk in the same spot, make that a line. True, yeah. But when they're actually out grazing, what they turn for soil versus what they compress is minimal. Like, it really doesn't bother – it's when you concentrate them is when you've got a problem with compaction. But, I mean, the likelihood of a cow stepping on the same place within an acre more than a couple times is minimal. Yeah. So. That's true. Like, it's where they enter and exit gate holes into the field, and if you feed them or do stuff like that, we deal with compaction. I mean, it's not even like driving a truck in no. the field. Really? No, I mean. Yeah. But it is a smaller point. Right. Oh, there's more. Around. I mean, psi wise, there's more compaction on a hoof than a yeah, than because a the hoof's so much smaller. I get it, but yeah, no. I there's times when I've driven across a field and I've seen the tracks through the field for five years, mm-hmm. just one time. Really? Oh yeah, a pickup truck across the field at the wrong time. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. just the wrong combination of moisture and everything yeah. and. Sometimes it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you can drive in the fall. You can drive all over. Right. Especially right now with it as dry as it is. Yeah. You can drive all over. But if you, you drive in, in the spring in the wrong place, even if it's not that wet, you'll see it the rest of the year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Not usually you'll see it for five years. I have seen that. Usually yeah. you'll just see it that year, and then it'll freeze out. But um, So are we getting into what we're watching? Yeah, then, we or? need to do that because we're going to run out of time. Um, so we talked about Wednesday. Oh, I had Obviously, one. What time do we got? Because I had one more story. Hour 34. Okay. Or hour 35. Quickly. Right Little piece of news. Have you heard the goings on of the travesty that is, well, first of all, there's two pieces of news I forgot about. Okay. Forgot about the whole Disney CEO shakeup. Oh, I don't even know this. What? they Disney fired the CEO. I didn't know this. They fired their CEO and rehired Bob Iger, who is the guy who just yeah, retired. Yeah, they retired. Two years ago. And the guy that replaced him, 
they fired and they rehired Bob Iger to come in and turn this whole ship around. I did not know that. Yeah, but we don't have time to talk about that. We'll okay. talk about it next week. Okay. But their new movie, one of the biggest flops of all time. Disney oh, released uh, a new movie called Strange World. Strange World, yeah. It made like $12 million. No way. This was a Disney movie. Now, they didn't obviously market this movie at all. Not very well. I had never even heard right. of it. Well, I had heard, I of hear it. about it until I heard it was awful. Right. <laughs> so I had heard about it. I had seen a couple things. No part of it interests me whatsoever. And then I forgot it existed. Well, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know it Other than out. I saw a trailer like right when it came out. We went to see Black Panther and we saw the trailer. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. that. And I'm like, okay, well, new Disney movie. We'll bring the kids. And then I read like... The controversy about it, and I'm like, I'm not bringing my kids to this movie. Yeah. It's, like, very political, apparently. Is it really? Yeah. That's what they're doing. That's that's, that's what, what Disney's starting to that's do. That's what I heard, too. So I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll watch it on Disney Plus when it comes out, but I'm like, I don't need to go to theaters for it. And I think a lot of people said that, but I also think they also just didn't market it. And I don't know why, but... No, they definitely didn't. I mean, it was it was not marketed like any other Disney. And, and I'll be honest, I don't know anything about it. I just heard that it was like real political and climate change and agenda, like okay, agendas. Well, I mean, that, that is well known that Disney is doing that now. I mean, they have been doing it for a little while with like quite a few movies that have come out already in the past where they have a certain agenda that they're pushing and you can clearly see it. And there's different things that they do within those movies that aren't like of the same tone that they've been before. Yeah. So I skipped it, but yeah, it was a colossal failure. One of the biggest, like, and it costs like $200 million. Of course it did. Look at the animation. I've seen the trailers for it and the animation looks really it looks nice. Good. It looks yeah, really good. Really, as far, the trailer didn't look good, but I mean the, the no, visually. No, the it visually, good. yeah. It that costs a lot of money to do that and have a lot of people on that job like for years making these things. That's so that crazy. Had, probably had something to do with it. But the major strike against Bob Chapek, I think his name was, was their last earnings report, which they lost bundles of money. So billions. This is where this was what I was going to say is that. At some point, they have to understand that what they're doing is absolutely failing the company. Yeah. Like, I'm dumb, and I can see it. Well, they've put so, a lot of money into Disney+. Plus. That was the biggest lo- loser. Billions, which they knew was going to lose money for a certain amount of time. And they're putting a lot of money into content, and, yeah. they're, and they're, you know, maybe not getting it back. But um, So Disney+, Plus is a loser for them right now. Right now, but it was always projected to be a loser for however many years before it starts turning profits. So, okay, I I don't know. I mean, basically, their stock prices just tanked, and that's why they fired them. But everybody's stock prices tanked over the last two years. Well, yeah, absolutely. Luckily, I'm smart, and I don't save or invest any money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good for you. Um, But anyway, that's what we're watching. Let's talk about that. We already talked about Wednesday. That's definitely, I would recommend that. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend that for sure. Can't even read my writing. Um, okay, we already talked about Andor, right? Uh, not since it finished. No. Okay, maybe we need to devote some more time to it. But um, Andor finished. Did you happen to watch that? Do you have Disney Plus? I do not. How do you not have Disney Plus? You got kids. 
uh, <clears throat> they're at the age where YouTube. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I mean they're, YouTube's they're, a really big problem. Ten and twelve, and like I don't understand the whole wanting to watch somebody else's life, like every dumb thing that they do. But well, that's, you watch us. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like two hours every so often. Like yeah. it's not yeah. a like. I walk in and they're sitting at the kitchen table next to each other on their computers watching YouTube videos. Oh, I know. My, my kids do it too. Yeah, it's awful. They all do it. So do yours. And yeah. like occasionally I'll walk by and it's like, oh, they're doing, they're, they're learning something. So I don't get to, and then the next time you walk by and it's like, they're not learning. This is awful. Yeah. Like yeah. it's usually pretty bad. Um, but Andor was uh, the more, most recent Disney plus streaming Star Wars show. Um, and it was just, it was really good. It's a big win yeah, in my book. It's definitely a success, and it's starting to gain an audience. It did not have an audience for most no. of the show. Yeah, not for And it, they have started to pick it up. Um, they just did a lot of really interesting things. It was very different. It was very much not Star Wars-y, and I tell people that if you're not into Star Wars, it doesn't preclude you from being able to watch the show. Like, don't be scared away by it being in the Star Wars world. Because it just because barely is. It's... You know, there are similarities in certain things, like with ships and certain things they talk about, but the show itself is not a Star Wars show. No, it's all. like a, a show about spies and rebellion. Yeah, and, like espionage, you know, and uh, uh, jail, <laughs> terror, you know, like uh, um, cells taking on like an uh, imperial power. It's yeah. a very interesting show. It's very great. Good. And the music. Music is incredible. <laughs> yeah, incredible. I knew you were going to say. That. We've talked about it a lot. We've talked about the show a lot. We just haven't talked about it at the very final episode. Yeah, I mean, which the last two or three episodes are just the best. I mean, they're the best part of the show. A hundred percent. The la- I would say the last like four episodes really built up. Yeah, like the whole show. Great um, acting too. So good. Now there has been a lot of people arguing like this is the best Star Wars thing. And my thing with it no, is, it's Mandalorian's not, better. It's not very Star Wars y, so I don't even know if I can compare it. To me, like, you can't, you have to have. I agree. You have to have Jedi. You have to have. Yeah. Stuff like that. But regardless, phenomenal. Yeah. And pretty soon we get Ahsoka and. Man, uh, Mandalorian season three comes out March 1st, March 3rd. But Ahsoka's like before that, right? I believe so, yeah. February. All right. What else you got? Um, did you see like, Black Panther? No, I never watched Black Panther. Okay. I haven't seen it. You can talk about it because I'm not gonna go see it in the theaters. I went to see Wakanda Forever. You you texted me and said I have opinions. I do have opinions. I, maybe I'll wait till you see it. What? No, I don't. I don't, I'm probably no. We can talk about okay. it. opinion one. It's like almost three hours long. It is. It's so long. I didn't know that. It's. That's that's way too long for a, any kind of superhero like. I'm gonna tell you what this movie, movie is. Uh, I'll just give you. I'm not gonna go too much into detail. That's this fine. movie's getting great reviews. Like people seem to enjoy it. Uh, I did not have that experience. I I thought it was incredibly slow. Um, really, very boring. You know, at times. You know, and definitely talking about like. I don't want to say agendas, but it's just very. Agenda E. It's just not good. It's just not good entertainment. It's like something being made. Yeah. To I mean, there are good scenes and stuff, and some of the stuff they do with like Chadwick Boseman because obviously he died. 
And yes. some of that is powerful at times. I'm not saying there's not good moments in it, but just overall, it's just it's just a miss. A lot of the Marvel stuff in this last round have just been have real been disappointing. Miss. Yeah, it really has. Uh, obviously, with like She-Hulk was, I think, a miss. You liked it at first. Yeah, I, I haven't continued with it. I I don't even remember where I was that I actually I started I. Could not get into that one. No. no. I watched the very first episode, and I was like, man, I don't they know. They were trying to do way too much not involved with the whole, like, the political stuff. They were trying to make it way too much I think it just wasn't, else. it wasn't made for us. That's We weren't the target no. audience, and well, that's that, fine. Right, and that, that is fine. There There is a target audience for that, but it was not me. I just didn't like the fact, I, I don't know, want to get on a tangent about She-Hulk, but I didn't like the fact that it was where... Like, the Hulk has been living this way for a really long time and knows a lot about what's going on, and all of that's, like, just thrown away by her. Like, immediately. Like, what do you know? How could you teach me this? What are you talking about? Like, this dude (laughs) turned himself into a Hulk. He's the only other one there is. (laughs) Yeah, and he's, like, lived this way and done a lot of really bad things and had a lot of really bad things happen to him for a long time. Don't you just get, I mean, and... Listen, maybe I'm just saying this because I'm a white man. You're a white man. I'm a privileged individual. <laughs> yes. But well, don't you patriarchy. just get sick of everybody blaming everything on something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all because I'm a woman. This is all because I'm blah, 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 whatever. It's just like, or just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, just, our existence... It is what it is. Listen, yes. like, our human existence has worked really well since it started. Like, men and women together before any entertainment ever existed. Like, people survived really well and, like, overcame a lot of things. And people have a place, like, in in that. Like, everybody has a job to do. And everybody was comfortable in that job, like in the Wild West, you know, like in the 1800s. No, I mean, I don't want to say everybody was comfortable in their job. <laughs> well, no, I... Not, you're treading a really thin line here. <laughs> no, I, yes, I understand that there are bad things, but I'm saying like having something, like building a family or building a whatever, like people existed and didn't blame like you. No one had told them to yet. Well, that's where that's what I'm saying is like you get fed information and then immediately attach onto that, and it's that's, just now that's my. I opinion. think what you're trying to get is like everything has to be a victim mentality. Hmm. Like I'm a victim that's of cool. my own circumstance that's outside of my control, and there is some people that are genuinely victimized or victims. Throughout history, horrible atrocities. You know, even in our recent history and stuff. Even now, today. But that doesn't mean that everybody's a victim. Right. Just because there are victims doesn't mean that everybody's a victim. Just because some women are victimized doesn't mean that all women are victims. Correct. Just because some, you know, people are impoverished doesn't mean all people are impoverished doesn't mean it's outside of your control if you're if you are impoverished currently like it's inside of your control to get out of that and it hasn't always been but there is really no better time to be alive than now right (laughs) i know like people think it's gonna be like better sometime in the past it's been better that's not true (laughs) 
Like I mean, no- maybe ancillarily, like it was better in the '90s than it is now. But I mean, it wasn't better in the 1890s. But not for everybody. Well, I <laughs> like it, it's. I all, think it's all it. relative, right? I just <clears throat> there's been no better, safer time to be like people complain now. This is what drives me crazy. I always say this: people complain <laughs> now. You know, if you don't have air conditioning, but yeah, most of us grew up without air conditioning. Yeah, and yet our they grandparents s- grew up. Without indoor plumbing. My dad didn't have indoor plumbing when he was a child. Like, a lot of Europe doesn't have air conditioning. Like, England, people in England and stuff don't really have air conditioning. It's not a thing. Yeah, it doesn't Over get there. hot there. It did this last summer. Like, real hot. <laughs> anyway, we're on a tangent. Let's talk about what we're watching. Black Panther, skip, miss, not good. Not good. Okay. Namor, Namor, whatever you want to talk about. I didn't get it. Didn't make any sense. Didn't like it. Okay. Wasn't good. Got it. Check. Check. There is one show that I have been watching recently that's on Netflix that I started and I thought was not good. And I continued to watch it all the way through the season and I ended up liking it. What's that? Blockbuster. Okay. I started the first episode of that. I or two episodes. The I saw two episodes. Of it. Episodes are rough. Yeah. And I haven't went back. Real cheesy sitcom y. It was a typical Netflix like show. It's the, I was watching it with my wife now that you. Yeah. It's about this uh, guy that they I mean. I love the main character. They all work in the last blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like that guy and everything he's in. Yeah. Randall he's, Park is his name. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's great. He's great. And everything. Uh, First couple episodes, I'm just like, you know, this is just cheese. I'm not into it. The The main lead woman is the girl from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. I know. Melissa uh, Fumero, or I think is her name. Was it, what was her name in the show? Amy? Amy Santiago. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it ends up growing on you, and it actually has a lot of heart. And to the Does end, it really? It, it's very... Heartfelt. And I like that. Positive and uplifting. I really enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to season two. Halfway through this season, I was telling people just, this is terrible. Don't watch this. Yeah. And then it kind of made a shift towards the end. So I, I think I could recommend it. It's pretty good. There's okay. a couple cringy moments. There's uh, this moment where there's these coworkers there. Again, I don't want to get down on a political tangent, but the, the thing was they were, like, trying to help him pick out potential mates. Yeah. But but <laughs> potential mates. They're like looking at <laughs> women and looking at men and looking at theys, and then they're like, "What about they? Do you like they?" He's like, oh, "I I really like they." So they did that whole pronoun thing. Yeah, and that That's was cringy. that was a little cringe. But outside of that, it was one episode for ten minutes. Outside of that, they had, okay. didn't do a lot of that. Yeah, I I did start it, but I don't remember what I watched. But I I knew I did want to watch it. Yeah, I like it. I basically just because I really like that actor. I, yeah. I love the show Fresh Off the Boat. Well, right, and he was on that. He was on that show. Yeah, and uh, he's in the Marvel universe as well. He was a yes Shield agent. He was, and he's uh, he's the other Jim in the office. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I should we shouldn't we're being rude here because we got a guest. We should be asking what he's been watching. I don't know how much time we got, but what we have got you time. Been I, I don't watch a lot. Well, I told I. I'm late to the boat, but I've been watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. How was that? I like. I've enjoyed it so far, but like, I will have one critique that, that I'm sure 
nobody's watching it now, but uh, the zombies don't follow all the rules the same all the time. So, like, the zombie rules. Yes. Like, okay, at the beginning of the show, you find out that they want to go after blood, they go after sound, they go after noise. Um, typical zombie. They're not smart enough to think, so that's what they do. They follow in a pack. Sometimes they run. Like, other times... They don't, like, can't run. Don't understand that. But the maybe it has to do with the length of time they've been decayed. Right. True. That's possible. But uh, that's a that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten, actually have you gotten through a winter yet in the show? Because um, I think it's established in the show that in the winter they're able to do a lot more because the zombies are a lot less mobile in well, the winter time. So how like, far are you in? I'm in. Oh, but I'm they're on, in Georgia. So I'm in season three. They talk because they talk about the potential that they think that it, they're gonna. It's gonna be easier when it gets winter and it cools off, and they're not gonna be able to mobile. But uh, the governor has is in the part of it now. Yeah. So, um, but like the whole well, the season before they're at the farm and they light the barn full of zombies on fire, and like you would think, I mean, that sound light all the things, and instead of all the zombies just walking to the fire, they all have to turn around. And I mean, it makes a better show because they're chasing, but for me, like, they they aren't following the rules. It doesn't, that right. doesn't work for me. But do they have the ability to, like, sense out, like, live flesh or, like, you know what I mean? Like, because they want to eat like, you. They want to the eat. smell it, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. They, don't they do impression. because that's one of, in one of the first episodes, they have to cover themselves in, dead zombie oh yeah yeah to walk amongst them and then it rains and then they can smell them so i Um, think that might be the variable there where like the fire even though it's being light and sound like a live being would attract them more than what that does there is it is established in the show that also they're attracted to like other animals like deer Mm -hmm. yeah horses a live being yeah Yeah. like anything why are there no zombie animals that's a good question. The virus only affects human beings. But yeah, because you find out that it's actually already in people before they die. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. That's, yeah. They just established that that was la- or that was the big. I secret forgot about when that. That's actually a, yeah. That's a big plot point because it does make a difference. Because if you are like hanging out in a house with somebody and they die, they turn into a zombie. Right. Like you can lock it all up as good as you want. Because there's a a future episode where they, they inhabit a jail. No, that's, that's they're, the, they're there three. now. They're there in the yeah. prison. Yeah. So they they lock themselves in cells at night. Mm-hmm. Yes, smart. It's very smart. I don't know. I um, you have so much to go. Yeah, you have so much to go and good stuff. There's good stuff in there, and then there's a stretch that I thought it got kind of weak, and then I actually think it got better. The last couple of seasons were pretty fucking good. Remember, I was telling you the last season. I know you told I, me. I that. had like given up on the show. Um, I went back and watched it. I'm like, man, it's really good. Yeah, you loved it. I really did like the last. I didn't. See, I don't think I've seen the very last season. I think the show's done now. It mm-hmm. is. It's over. Yeah, it ended, it ended a year or two, I think, ago. But there's a new one, Tales of the Walking Dead, and there's still Fear of the Walking Dead is still going. I never watched that one. Jeez, I watched the first season of Fear of the Walking Dead, and they're making like five movies. They are. Rick Grimes is coming back for a movie. Michonne's coming back for a movie. Everybody's coming back. Is there still there's still a big audience for this then? There's a big audience. Like 
I don't even remember when they were making it, but I it was a I know it was a cult deal because I had friends that like yeah, don't talk to me because the Walking Dead's going to be on. And well, a cult at the time, deal is something that gains popularity later on. But yeah. the Walking Dead was the biggest show of for a long time okay. television history. Like usual, I'm not up on things for <laughs> years. Yeah, seasons, seasons, yeah. seasons, and uh, I think it's only ever been overtaken maybe by Yellowstone. Really, you think? Oh, Yellowstone's like the biggest show in history mm-hmm. on TV. That's insane. On cable to me. television. I'm not not including streaming. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Walking Dead was like outside of your events, like the Super Bowl, um, the Oscars, stuff like that. Yeah. Walking Dead was the biggest show of all time since. Like, it's not the same with like back when there was three channels. Yeah, I get it. A hundred million people watched I Love Lucy. I used to watch Tonight Show, right? Mar- Marty Stauffer's Wild America on Channel Eleven. Great, great show. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> That's when we had like three channels. <laughs> okay, <laughs> The Walking Dead would get like twenty-eight million viewers per episode at one time. That's this insane. isn't a time when That's insane. A, a show is lucky to get two million. You know, when a network show would be yeah. lucky to get, you know, you'd have ed- the Super Bowl was the only thing that ever got like. That type of viewership. Like Super Bowl, Oscars, yeah, stuff like, like that. Big events. So that was huge. And I think Yellowstone's actually um, surpassed it now. Holy crap. I don't yeah, get it. There's not, and there was another show that was really big, like recently after The Walking Dead. It was a big, it was, it was like an unbelievable They, I mean, that's why they had the after show. And, yeah. You know. No, I know. I knew, I knew Walking Dead was huge because I watched it for quite a few years it just kind of fell off for me but that's the other one that i've been watching other than uh that we talked about before was yellowstone you have yeah so you had a mixed review of yellowstone when you watched you watched all the seasons that were out i think there was like three yeah at that time is this the fourth season i believe so yeah um and you watched all three and you had a, a mixed review you said. yeah i'm very very mixed on it's it's Here's my review of Yellowstone. It is not a good show, but it's a show that you want to watch just to see what's going to happen. But this, I will say this last season, the last season and this current season, I feel is very slow. Mm-hmm. Not oh, much yeah. happens in an episode, and it's almost infuriating. I don't watch it. Uh, I've seen episodes of Yellowstone. I saw the first, like, three of the first season. I've seen a couple of this season just randomly for no reason that they were just on and... I happen to watch them. Um, I don't know. Never. The, the first couple seasons were extremely soap opery, and that's what you had said. Yeah, and then that's fine. And that's fine. And then they kind of. I feel like they up the production value a little bit, and then it's just kind of a little bit slow. It's just slow. It's not that it's bad. It's slow. It's really annoying to me when you're watching a show and they take like a 15 minute hiatus to just film people like running around on horses. While they play like it's this new Nashville country artist single over the background, and then right. they put like the name of the artist so you can buy the single. <laughs> like, yeah, the one, it's very integrated with commercial things. They have like brands that they like make sure you're aware. That okay. Justin Boots. Is, I didn't know that. The, the last episode where they actually cut to it was a real ranch, and they were branding. They went to help another ranch to brand, and like that was a real 
Like, they were actually branding cattle in that. Like, you watched it, and there was real cowboys working real cattle. Like I guess branding. I didn't notice that, but that's and, cool. And, and that was before they came back, and they were going to do the big production. That they went to help this other ranch. And, like, that is probably the most real thing that they've had on the whole show. Like, that... And honestly, I think the best thing that came out of Yellowstone, like my wife and I watch it, and I enjoy it. Like you said, it's 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 not a great show, but it's something to like. It's something to watch. But the and best it is thing, enjoyable. I don't right, mean to say like right. it's not good. I mean, but, it's just uh, fluff. Kind right. Of, I don't know. But the spinoff, eighteen eighty three. I know. I don't know if I haven't watched it yet. You need like you, I heard you it's phenomenal. Best. Yeah, it's the best. It's the the only the best part of Yellowstone is that, that spinoff. That's and there's a new draw. one. Girl, there's a new one coming out. Yeah, the new one. Night twenty nineteen. Right. Something. And there's actually another spinoff that has oh Jimmy the one cowboy they sent to Texas is going to be. on I want to see about that four guy. sixes. They're they're doing a spinoff with him, and then that's his real ranch. You know that Taylor Sheridan, the yep. show creator. That's his real ranch. Yep. That guy's the four sixes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's actually another spinoff. I can't think of who it's going to follow, but they're they're supposedly making another spinoff that goes with this too. Interesting. Well, I will say, um, I don't know how you feel about this when when they because this season they've been doing a lot. They've been doing a lot of flashbacks. Mm -hmm. Does it infuriate you when they go to a flash? I hate flashbacks. Or do you like it? I don't necessarily like flashbacks, but I think that they're the better part of the show. When I, they have I, John Dutton as younger, like... I completely disagree. Yeah. I don't... I hate it. Whenever they go to a flashback, I'm like, oh, I don't care. Right? Right. There's three Continue things. Continue the I story. I don't like flashbacks. I don't like uh, the Casey's wife. I can't stand that. Uh, yeah. She's not that bad this season, but I, I couldn't stand her in the past season. Right. And I'm sorry. I'm. This is the unpopular opinion. I cannot stand Beth. I get and it. And she's like the main character. I, get right. it. I, I mean, she's the 90% of the show right. because she brings the crazy. And her. Right. Quite, a, quite a pistol, that one. But I do love uh, this season. I love Kevin Costner as mm. the governor. I just, he's. he's Spoiler. <laughs> kicking wow. down. I just love it. Well, that's from the, old, the last season, too. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's how the end You're of the last season. It. You should watch it, though. You should. You would probably like it more than I don't know. There's a new show that came out that I started watching uh, called Tulsa King. Yeah, it's the same guy, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, and it's with uh, uh, Sylvester Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. It's pretty enjoyable. What's that on? Same. Same thing. It's on right after Yellowstone. Yeah, it literally comes on. We've been watching it on Prime. Oh, okay. It's on Paramount. Okay. That's why I've seen a couple episodes of... uh, Yellowstone recently is because it's right before like Tulsa King and I've watched Tulsa King. I kind of like that. Yeah, it I, looks good. There's only been like three episodes, I think, three or four episodes. Uh, but I don't know. I like old Sly Stallone, man, as a mafia boss and beating people up, taking money. It's yeah, fun. I mean, that's fun to me. Yeah, I, that, again, that, it's on the same level though. It's on the same production level. It looks good. They act well, but it's just like the story. You know, you just got to take some liberties to make it real. The thing I like about Sylvester Stallone is, like, his acting hasn't changed from the first day he acted. Like, God, no. It wasn't great before. No, it's, it's not, not great good. now. You just get what, I mean, it's exa- Expendables, all of them. He's the same character in every show, and, and he does it well. Yeah. It, 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 it's not because it's good acting. It's just that it's what you expect. It's just him, it's right? Com- it's comfortable. So right, that's why, exactly. th- but that's when you watch it, you're like, yeah, 
That's him, right? Like, that's that's that guy. That's that guy. Yeah, I know. Like this is how you're gonna be, right? And I expect it. He's a lone soldier out stabbing people, or he, yeah, he's gonna box. But it's the same guy. Yeah, it's fucking. Like they just they should just have them all be. It's the same it's name. Just Ro- pick one, and he's. I don't know how they Rocky got him. John Rambo. <laughs> right. I don't know how they got him. I have no idea. Because like he's his own writer. Yeah, director and a lot of I don't know if he's a director, but he like is the executive producer for most of his jobs. Everything he's done. How old is he? Seventy? No, seventy-one. I think he's he's seventy-one. Is that all? He looks a million. Exactly. He's. I think he's seventy-one, but he's still jacked. He's still jacked, but he doesn't his, look young. Like no. his face looks like every day's been a hard one. Oh, that dude's been rode hard and put away wet. <laughs> the problem is the plastic surgery. If he didn't have the plastic right? surgery, know. it would have be been better. Completely fine. That's right? always the problem, right? Plastic surgery is always the problem with everyone who gets it. He was born in 1946, so he is somebody should be good. Do at the math. math. It doesn't say his age. Seventy. Seventy-four. Seven, something yeah. like that. No, that'd be 76. No. Did I say 76? I meant 46. 1946. So he will be 80 in 2026. Right. So In four years. In four years. So, yeah. So he's 76. 76. Oh, did you say 74? Yeah, he's 76. Yeah. He looks better than 76. I will say that. He's 76 years old. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, he doesn't look like a 76-year-old there on that picture anyway. But that could have been taken 10 years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but he is still jacked. Yes. So Yes, but that's what uh, you know. Listen, drugs will do. If I can look like him when I'm 76, I'll take it. Well, you need to do that's steroids. <laughs> right. HGH. Yeah. Yo. Like the liver king. <laughs> yeah, liver king, man. He's been outed. Yeah. Yo, Chris. <laughs> HGH. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty good. It's brisk, baby. That's <laughs> brisk, baby. Yo, Stella. I've seen like. Pass me the HGH. <laughs> Stella? Yeah. That's a thing. No, that's from uh, something else. Adrian is. Adrian. Oh, that's Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Stella is from like a streetcar named Desire. <laughs> yeah, okay, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yes, right. it is. I, I love Stella. It. <laughs> it's better coming from Rocky. Uh, it is. Yeah, just let me have it. They, okay, let me have my moment. Adrian, pass the HGH. It's pretty good. You got any lip filler? <laughs> He's got. Have you seen the last Rambo or not Rambo? Is it Rambo? Yeah, Last Blood, the last Rambo movie. I never saw it when he goes to like Mexico. Nope, never saw it. I talked about it on the. You show. did. You liked it. I don't. Remember. You loved it. You're like this <laughs> no is memory. The greatest. <laughs> this is the greatest feat in cinema that I've ever seen in my life. I don't know, but First Blood is one of my oh favorite my God, movies yeah. of all time. I agree. We didn't even talk about, like, what, me and Dirk were, like, we were movie connoisseurs back in the day. We, we were. Really? It was, like, the, it was at least my, I can't speak for Dirk, but it was, like, my snobby film period. It was, and I Well, yeah, you went, to, you went to classes for that. 
Oh, that was after that, the fact. That is not oh. true. He did not go to classes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I did, Neither did I. 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 We sat around and watched movies. Yeah, okay. I watched more movies in the year that I lived with him than I have the the entire rest of my life combined. <laughs> the rest of my existence yes. can't add up. Exactly. To the of movies. I didn't have. It would have been just pre Netflix. I, I got Netflix my senior year of college when it first came out. The deep, the discs in the mail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got them. And I would just get them and burn them immediately and send them back. So I thought I, that was like 2007 and 8. Wasn't that when that started? 2006. Five. Five or six. six I graduated yeah. in five. Yeah. Okay. I think in 05, because we were started when we I lived out at the farm, we started getting them out there and watching them. Yeah. It's the first thing I did with Netflix. Get movies sent to me. Well, they and didn't, like they TV didn't have and, streaming. No, no, it wasn't a thing. Did you know that Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix yes. early on for like a nothing? Yeah, it was like hundreds of millions of dollars. Million dollars or yeah, something. like this will never catch on. That's exactly yeah. what they said. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And they turned it down, and now they're dead. And then my senior year in college, I lived right next to a Blockbuster. Loved it. That would be awesome. Nope. Isn't it crazy that no children today will understand the experience of going to a... It's pretty unfortunate because it was a big part of my life. Right? Mine too. Like going to a movie store and like looking at movies. And that was a big weekend stuff. for me. Oh, yeah. Like if we went and rented two, three movies. Absolutely. But even... There was a certain smell to oh. like renting movies, uh-huh. like going in there, like a feeling, an excitement. It was just wonderful. But that went strong all the way... I don't even know, like... Well into my adulthood, like not well into it, it kind of it went away after college. When I moved back here, it was we went to uh, play it again video all the time. Yeah, that's true. Probably like until like 2010. 10. Yeah, that's sad, man. In the last, uh, yeah, you're right. Well, you last, still like, couldn't get years. the newest releases. Like you still couldn't get all the right. same movies on Netflix. Like they were no. What, it no. went through Family Video and it went through Blockbuster, and then you could. Really, since like twenty, I would say fifteen till now is when it really the hit hard. Drop, yeah. yeah. What was your go-to? This is a little local, but what was your go-to movie? Bob Bardash. You were a Bob Bardash guy. Oh yeah. Oh no. What's wrong with that? It's all right. It was all right. That place was wonderful. I mean, outside of the Mazan Market, which is yeah, that it was, was like the your market. That oh. was like your first stop, but they didn't have a lot. It was the market or Bob Bardash. That's where you'd buy right. like you'd, you'd rent like Hot Shots Part Due. Yeah, Part Due. Yeah. <laughs> or like Major League. Yep. Like the, our grocery store in Knoxville had a movie section, and then I can't remember the name of. There was a little one of the little stores on the the main. On Main Street, you could go in and rent videos. It was the Knoxville Family Video. I mean, that's what um, that's where we went. We went to Movies by the Mile, downtown Morris. Never went there. You never went to Movies by the Mile? No. I don't remember it. I mean, maybe we did. You but- know what just sticks out of my mind from a kid? First of all, Bob Bardash was like the fancy movie place. Well, I'm kind of fancy. And play it again, too. La, la. Which yeah. came, I think, I feel like that It was later. bigger. It was a big they store. They both were bigger. Bob... Bardash didn't have a slide in the back. I don't remember a slide. There was a movie store in the area (laughs) that had like a children's play area that had like slides. Go spend the day. They might have. It was a big store. Yeah. Movies by the Mile was a little tiny hole. I feel like it had shy carpet. Probably didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But it definitely had like the beaded porn area. 
Oh, well, so did Bob Bardash. Yeah. They all had that area in the back. But anyway, for some reason, when I have those memories of my childhood at a movie store, all I remember seeing is the covers of the horror movies. Like, they're just burned into my memory. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's just because they, like, scared me. So Shocked I, you. You know, noticed them. Yeah. But I can, I'll, to this day, I can picture right now, I can write exactly where Hellraiser was on the rack, right where Friday the 13th was, um, you know, right where Nightmare on Elm Street, like Candyman. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget those covers. I could tell. It's right there, Jerry. Yeah, it's right there. Just pick it up. <laughs> just get the tag. It. Yeah, the little the little tag off tag. There. Yeah, I remember. Or you'd get the actual movie no, from behind not, it. No, I never went to one like that. Oh. I went to movies by the mile. They had the little tags. And well, that's how the market was too. Yeah, the market, and then finally, like if we got high classed out or whatever, I ended up going to Bob Bardash yeah. or get, having forget bid when I was in college at Blockbuster. I'm like, well, you t- take the whole movie, the whole case? movie, yeah. Like, I never went to a Blockbuster. Well. I think I might have gone with you, but until then, it was family video around us, and they had the blue case that there was nothing in it. It was just a... That's yes, but it was you a take the size. case out, and yeah. then you go there, and they'd put it in there for you. Oh, this wasn't... It was just a, like a plastic thing. There wasn't even a... You handed it to them, and then they handed you the video already in the case. Oh, video. okay. Like, it was, it was the same size as the video case, but it was just a little piece of plastic. How is family video still in business? Well, it's a cover for obviously. A, they still are in business. There's one in Joliet, right? There's on, one in Manuka. I, I thought most of them have been turned into Dollar Generals. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're There's, still family videos, but they just have signs all over the front that advertise selling like CBD oil. Which I don't even. <laughs> you never notice that if you drive by a family video, there's just like banners everywhere. It's like get your CBD oil here, like. Dude, it's been legal I here for like yeah, years. I think the one in Mammoth is that. a Korean massage parlor. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, people need that. Right? Is it called yeah. Happy Endings? I, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. But there is one in Manuka. I don't know. It's still open. But they've got a pizza place attached to it. And they and they own both sides. So I think they're just making that money That was a, like a last-ditch effort to try and save the places. They started stuffing pizza places in the one end of them. I can't yep. remember the name of the... Oh, Eric has said, I actually know the answer to this. Start with an M. Oh. Uh, monocles? No, not Monocles. It's not Monocles. Marcos. Marcos. Yep, you're right. Where are you talking about? The, on family, family videos. videos they've like got the a Marcos pizza effort, with them. They've they turned half of it into a Marcos pizza. Smart. But Erica apparently has the answer to family video... Amortize their buildings over five years. I don't so know. So they're basically debt free now. So like when they when they first got their buildings, they amortized it over five years, meaning they got so they paid off the real estate in five years. Five so years. they're a real estate company. Yes. Just and like now McDonald's. They, just, they own the land and the building and they're debt free besides their utilities. I get that. Okay, that's great, but they're still Taxes, maintenance, oh, right? insurance. Yeah. Yeah, just owning the ground doesn't do you. Right. <laughs> no. You still have to have something to pay for it. it and it the helps, real estate right? has value. So then there's opportunity cost of the real estate. Yeah. So all those costs have to be added in and they have to be overtaken by the amount of money produced by renting videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that's not a thing. I don't know. I there must I don't know. They're doing something. They're selling C B D oil at a huge markup. <laughs> the ours put well, in one of those ice machines like that actually makes the ice 
uh, in the parking oh, lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You go up and you can make a lot of money off. I ice almost machines. got into that business. They, those yeah. big ones, big ice machines. That, that's uh, a they big slide market. the bag down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I had a guy they state that I knew that had a tree nursery that I met him like on a tree nursery tour, and they sold like their whole farm. And just went whole hog into these ice machines. Yeah, people are making a shitload of money. Twenty thousand dollars, or at the time they were like twenty thousand. People buying that much ice, apparently. I mean, you can't make it at home, but I just. But there's like no cost to operate them. Once you have the, once you have it there, it it just makes the ice, and you're. It's expensive. I mean, ice is expensive. Yeah, I'm saying charging for it is, but we bought an operating bag the other day, and it was like three dollars. That's low quality ice. Well, that's yeah. Come on, we got high quality ice here. All right, <laughs> the ice machine is glacial ice. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that it doesn't. Pipe, you got to pay for that pipe. <laughs> yeah. It made a long ways in that this glacier. This is straight from the Arctic. <laughs> yeah, haven't you ever had like fine ice mountain water? Yeah, <laughs> it's from an ice right. mountain. Right? This is Greenland glacier ice. <laughs> Was I talking to you about this the other day about this? Uh, company that makes this big deal or this bar or restaurant or something people are going to this place in alaska because they're making their drinks yes out of ten thousand year old glacier ice <laughs> yes all right this and, they're, was... and they're charging all this fortune you can go there and you can get a drink and they take they carve off a chunk of this glacial ice put it in your drink they're like you have a ten thousand year old cocktail and the person the next person comments down like wait till they found out that all ice and all water is the same, same age. age. <laughs> Every bit of it it's is the same It's all millions age. of years old, right? actually. We aren't making more of it. It doesn't go away. Right. And it's all been pissed ch- out of somebody's body. Exactly. Yes. It changes states, gets filtered, and comes, comes right back. back. It all comes back. The yeah, water, that is yeah. And I just I love that comment. It's like, the ice out of your tap is also 10,000 years old. Uh, the, the, the whole water market, I just want to get into. It's crazy. You can make so much money off of that. As long as you can produce a, a bottle, you just fill it wherever and call it whatever you want. Nobody says anything about it. Did like, uh, either of you watch, like, take you back to your childhood, the Pepsi Where's My Jet? I did. Yet, not yet. I yeah. did watch that. Like, is it good? Um, yeah, it is. It is pretty good. It's just I didn't know the full story. Right. You know, about what really went into this whole operation. I don't even remember that. I, I remember, like, the. I thought it was an urban legend or something. Like, somebody sued Pepsi. I remember hearing oh, about no, it. Oh, no. Right. Kid. Yeah. I but, remember collecting points. Did like, you collect Pepsi points? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. The first, like, the first two minutes of the whole show where they come in and it's like the commercials from the like, yes that makes I like that made me have to stay and watch the whole thing i don't oh, care now about i want to see that it. those old commercials yeah. i completely agree with you they show all of the old Pe- commercials Pe- and Pepsi how they Crystal. made all of them yep like they're yeah i remember when those like points came out that was a huge deal but they also talk about how like the commercial wars between all products it was like in the 90s the 90s were like the epitome of commercial wars where you were trying to make the greatest, like flashiest, most appealing commercial compared to like any other product, you know, so that you were on the top. So you wanted like all the celebrities and all this kind of stuff. Like, and I when had, they started talking about it, I was like, you're right. Like that was a really good time to watch commercials. Right? Like know? I had forgot. Cindy Crawford drank Pepsi. Like, yeah. When she's when the picture comes on there, I'm like, 
wow like wow. i like i forgot there. about that but yeah. like oh, i remember that now these yeah yeah no i mean man. they even got michael jackson to do it mm-hmm. um tons of people they it was a such a big deal where advertisement now is a joke compared to I, what it was like i can't like even back tell then. you the last time i've seen an advertisement yeah, I mean, I, you see them constantly. Well, I just mean like uh, like a television commercial, right? It's just done differently now, right? It's done like Yellowstone, where they're the advertisements are like intertwined it's, into the it's, show. yeah, it's oh. all encompassing, completely off. Like you were talking about the advertisement within a movie, Godzilla. Do you remember that movie? Like every time, I can't remember what year it was. Two thousand. Uh, yes, where like every time they turn a corner, there's a glowing Pepsi machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like sorry, off topic, but you're talking about advertising how it's changed. You're like, right. That was oh. one of the first movies I remember. It's like well, because the whole Pepsi, movie's so dark, right? And then you got this like the, bright glowing. There's no Pepsi lights machine. on in the city, and there's a Pepsi machine on the corner. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. you know, there's a big misstep by Diet Pepsi. Their their can is so bland looking. You ever notice that? Oh yeah, it's terrible. I can't think of what it looks like. It's like that. Oh, off it's just gray. White. like gray. It's like yeah. a gray. Yeah. Church it up gray. some. If that was blue, like a regular Pepsi, I'd be excited about it. Do something different. Make it except a light for, blue. Except for it has Diet Pepsi in it. My mo- my mother would beat me if I said hear hear me say that. But I. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm a I'm not a fan of Diet Pepsi all that much, but Diet Cherry Pepsi. Mm, yes, is the best. Yep, I'll go with that. You, you buy it all the time. I know. It's hard to find. I want a diet root you can't beer. Can't get it everywhere. It's you like, can't. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. What diet root beer? A and W. They're all good. I like all root beers. Yep. I don't drink much pop. Mm. It's pretty much all I drink. Are you a <laughs> pop, are you a pop or soda sayer? I'm both. It all depends on how far south I am. I just didn't know. Yeah, like up here you are I'm probably pop, southwest. and like when I get headed home, it'll turn back to soda. So you say soda at home? Yeah. Okay. But he's not from the south. I say. I, mean, I honestly south. didn't drive that far north. <laughs> but you're like, like it's directly I, I, in line. Peoria like is not miles. directly west of. Well, here. and I'm we're technically north of They're Peoria. North of Peoria. Like we're oh, northwest. Okay. Like I probably only drove 25 miles north, and I drove the rest of the way. Oh, okay. East. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, you just said Peoria. Well, and I honestly, know that's for the I south. don't know as I knew it. Like I was expecting, like when I, like. I was thinking you guys were closer to eighty, so like I was, I didn't we're pretty take, close to eighty. Well, yeah, but it's only it like didn't eight have, miles. I didn't come up eighty. Like I came across seventeen, and like, like I didn't come nearly as far north as I expected. Oh, you took the fun country way. I yeah. did. That's what it told me to do. Yeah, that's no, a that's fancy a good way. It, there's well, that, and I have to scout it if I'm going to pull two piece two chisel well, plows. Home. Listen, you've never experienced a better place to haul something towards the Peoria, Peoria area from here because. There are so many different routes that are all through the oh country on all phenomenal so roads. Well, I say every road that I came up here on was awesome. Oh, they're awesome. So, yeah. Like that's, they're, I love the last time we went to Peoria for a concert we went recently. Um, we stopped in every little town like out in the like Wedron area. Mm-hmm. Wedron, not Wedron. Not Wedron. The office. Uh, yeah. Winona area. Like all those little towns. And. They're all, all their rural downtowns are surviving much better than ours up here. Really? <laughs> I don't know why, but all these little towns have all these little bars. And there was this one little town we stopped That's in. That's why. Yeah, I need to find the name of this town. Um, but they had, the, they have this little, like, rock and roll themed bar. I think it was called, like, I can't remember, but it was phenomenal. 
We yeah. had the best time ever going to all these little little bars in these little towns. Sounds really fun. I would do that. Yeah. And then we ended up at, we went to a concert in Peoria at the Riverfront. Yeah. Which is a great place to go. To it is. Riverfront's really good. And uh, yeah, we had a blast. Well, I hate to break it to you, but we're at two hours and 22 minutes. Oh, really? That's yeah. insane. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, the time just flies when Dirk comes to visit. It really does. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> Thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad you came up. I'm glad I got to meet you. Yes, I agree. Fi- in person, finally. Yeah. Because I felt like I've known you for so long. Right? Oh, that's <laughs> Isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah. It is. That's I told Chris, I'm like, I feel like I know him, but I, I need to meet him at least. So like, <laughs> exactly. I didn't know if we were going to do the podcast, but I was like, when I came up here, I was like, I'm at least want to meet Jerry. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm glad he came up. For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. I'm Dirk. See ya. Bye. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Very uh, fitting. Uh, we're all laughing at your failure. <laughs> See ya. See ya.